What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Season Gaming BitCast, episode 131, and a very, very special episode today because it's been two plus years we've been talking about the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X, and they are here. We have them. We're going to celebrate them, and that's pretty much all we're going to be talking about today with two of my favorite returning guests. So first, let me start with Mr. Seven. Uh, that's not what you're thinking. We're not going to get off on that foot right out of the gate. <laughs> yeah. How you doing, man? Wait, 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 wait. I'm, maybe I'm missing it now. <laughs> bitch. I'm good. I'm good. I'm ready yeah, to go. I'm ready to talk some, some stuff. We're not talking about your Valhalla review, man. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna skip over that because I don't want hate. I don't want hate mail. It's been a good day, you know. I'm we did, yeah, I'm, I apologize for not making the you know the sizzle reel that you know Ubisoft put out. They had not been. You know, yeah, we're we're trying to get on those, and you're just fucking it up. Yep. You know? I'm gonna <laughs> well, start. Right out of the yeah, game. wait wait for bug snacks to come out, and then, you know we'll be. Uh, well, we're gonna get to that because I played that last night. Generation. Right. <laughs> Joining us for the I don't know how many times it's been now. It's been a few. Mr. Luke Lore, host of the Xbox Expansion Pass podcast. Welcome back, sir. Good to have you. Thank you. You know, I love being on, on the BitCast. It's dope. I'm so excited about Next Gen. I am just, I, I cannot wait to find out how Anthem 2.0 looks on these Next Gen systems. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. So here we are. starting already. Don't tell anyone. I hope the audience isn't listening. For once. But we're four minutes in and we haven't heard about Anthem yet, so let's calm it down. All right. Uh, <laughs> Returning as well, one of my other favorite people, Mr. Badbit Joseph Moran from the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast. Sir, how are that's you? Right, that's right. Dude, I it's been it's been a glorious few days, man. I'm excited yeah. to talk about PlayStation and a little bit about the Series X as well. It's, Don't it's... come in here on your riding your pony, man. We're talking about both. <laughs> all right. You're right. You're right. You're right. No, I'm very excited, man. It's been, honestly, it's been some of the best days for gaming in a very long time for me. No so. doubt. No yeah. doubt. No doubt. Camp. So, uh, yeah, we're not going to beat around the bush here. We're going to get right into it, man. Um, we're going to talk, uh, like I said, pretty much uh, all about next gen. So we're going to break this down a little bit. Um, we're going to start with Xbox and set launch technically first, even though... Two days apart was pretty crazy. It made for a hell of a week, as we were just saying. Um, so let's start with Xbox. So I think all of us, or I know all of us, right, have Series Xs. Um, and I know, Joseph, we were just joking. Yours came in a little late, so you haven't had as much time with it as you would have liked. Yeah. But um, let's start with initial thoughts on when you got the system, um, packaging, setup, uh, first impressions of the console itself, the controller, things of that nature. Let's start there. Um I'm just kind of go around here. So, Joe, so I'll start with you, man. Yeah, uh, good. Because you know what? This is the least impressions for me uh, in terms of <laughs> Xbox. I literally, I, I got it on Thursday along with my PlayStation Five. It came from Costco, and um, and as I'm always about to set it up, my my PlayStation Fives were coming. So, like my brother's PlayStation Five came, so I had to do an unboxing for that. And then once I was going to get uh uh you know the the Xbox set up again. Then my PlayStation 5 came. And ever since then, I've kind of been hands off with it. But last night, Luke was like, Joe, you needed to go download Sea of Thieves. I'm like, obviously, you need to get your stuff set up because you you don't you won't believe how fast and how simple it is to actually set up the system itself. So packaging, first off, everybody says it, right? Awesome, yeah. it's beautiful, 
really nice presentation there. Um, it really does remind me of like when you're getting an iPhone, it's kind of, you got a nice little setup there. Um, then when it comes to setting up the device, it took like less than two minutes. Yeah. It was super fast. It's just gets you right into what you, what you want to get into. So I was already like downloading games the first five minutes into my series X and just jumping into sea of thieves, which usually takes an afternoon to load. <laughs> Dude, I was in it in less than a minute. Like it felt like almost like 30, maybe 40 seconds to be in the game world, let alone just booting up the game. Um, and then also booting up uh, uh, Gears 5. Again, so fast. Yeah, it was. So yeah. fast. So I can't wait to test out more of the smart delivery because I, I, I've heard last night at least – Smart delivery has been a little bit like disabled on certain games at the moment. It hasn't been super smart at times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll definitely talk about that. I know I had issues. That's probably one of the few things I've had issues with on the Xbox mm. side. So, but yeah. cool, man. Cool. So, yeah, I know uh, we'll be jumping to some CFEs. We got to get Dan in there at one point, too, because he knows a lot more. He's a lot better than me. He's played oh, a, yeah? a lot more than I have. Um, but yeah, I mean, Luke and uh, Joseph don't really know anything about Sea of Thieves, Dan, so you could probably help them out. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like that every time we're stepping in a game. Every time. <laughs> every time. We've played this for what, for yep. six months straight, yep. Joe? And every time we're just like, really? And the worst part is every time we invite Ains to play, we just have the worst luck for what's going on. <laughs> and we have so many great voyages without, and we're like, Ains, come play with us. And we just, it's just like yeah. a crapshoot when it happens. I feel so bad every time. <laughs> I don't mind. I get a good laugh out. I just stand there and look at the water. I mean, that's pretty much what I do. <laughs> All right, Luke, I know uh, Xbox Expansion Pass, obviously, talking about Xbox a lot, been waiting for this one. Um, when did you, when did you, did you get it on Tuesday? Did it come on time for you? No, it was delayed by one day and then by an additional day after that due to flooding in, in our area. We, yeah. we just got, we got a lot of rain. So um, I got it at 7 p.m. ish thursday night oh man um which meant that the majority of my thursday was spent downloading like 4k patches and series x optimization because i had everything on an external and i had everything ready but the series x patches just you have to put them in there um yeah thursday was when i got it okay so what what would you think so far then well uh i mean the first impression first impressions i mean it, it was kid at christmas of course like so many of us however when you open that box Everything just feels pristine and premium. And I think it really spoke to uh, the level of care they were trying to have and to make it feel like a premium uh, piece of hardware that you're opening up. Uh, it was heavier than I expected, even though I've held one X's and, and have those. Um, but just opening it up, putting it together was great. Less than two minutes to set up with the app. Yeah. I mean, it was just done. Uh, and then I, I was in and I could have played anything off my external that I'd wanted. Um, move things to internal and really and truly i'm so impressed by the hardware i'm impressed by the controller uh not for reasons that that are dual sense compare comparable um but in terms of evolution versus revolution and, and it's it's really impressed me as a piece of hardware it's disappointing of course that it didn't start with all of its features enabled it to, to shut down quick resume briefly for a few titles and that's frustrating to say the least um yeah. And without a showcase piece, it's a little bit odd, but the games that I've been playing, the experiences I've had, I'm so impressed with the Xbox Series X, despite some of the short came, shortcomings, rather. Um, I, I'm very pleased with it, and I feel like it's a good investment for the next few years, which is what you want. Yeah, 
Yeah, I agree 100%. We'll get to the super chat. So, chat, what's going on? Good to see everyone, man. Thanks for stopping by. I see a couple faces I haven't seen in a while, which is awesome. Um, Mo, thank you, brother. Hope you beautiful, wonderful code degenerates have a great show. And just so everyone knows, Dan rated bug snacks higher than Valhalla. Well, this I'm is probably playing. true. I'm still playing. I want to be fair. Objectively, five minutes into bug snacks, it's better than Valhalla. I'm just going to say that. I'm going to put that out there. You know why? Because it costs nothing. That's why. Wow. No, no, but being a Yikes. PS Plus title, it still has cost. You just happen to get it because you're a PS Plus subscriber. Mm. Well, see, when I get something like that, I'm like, oh, this is a really It's like when a game on Game Pass. Value. You don't say it's free. Well, yeah. No, we're not for Game Pass. I'm like, like if, just, if, if I get it, I'm like, thing. this is great. This is great. Thank you for the quality title, PlayStation. Oh, whoa, whoa. I, Quality's well, thrown appreciate, around. Well, I appreciate there. You know, your, your attempts with, you know, costume quest and old 360 games that I've never heard of. I don't need that stuff anymore. I need more bug snacks. That's what I want. You, you, so Bring just so we're clear, you're putting yeah. out there that bug snacks is better than the costume quest games. I'm saying bug snacks has, is better than the last seven months of the live free games combined. <laughs> is what I'm saying. I, I can't argue that too much. <laughs> okay, to be honest. And I've only played 15 minutes of bug snacks, but we'll get right. to bug snacks. It's already dominating the show. All right. We need to move on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it, though. Super chat. Dan, um, yeah. I know we've talked at length about this, but for our yeah. audience, first impressions of the Series X. I mean, it's awesome, man. I mean, it's it's like the reason I left Twitter for the week is because not that I, I actually, I, this is true. I don't really care about everybody else and what they think. I wanted to get my, I wanted to go back to like when you opened your, you know, you got your, your Dreamcast or your, your mega system or that Nintendo for the first time, there wasn't 8 million people that you could talk to, you know, and have opinions. It was you, maybe your brother, your, your dad, you know, it was that feeling of, it was it's just me and the system. And that's what I wanted to kind of come back to. I didn't, you know, I, I, I just wanted to filter out the noise. And, you know, when I got it and opened it, I mean, like, 20 years ago, I would have ripped that box open to shreds, <laughs> right? <laughs> but now I open it up. I'm like really careful. I'm like, okay, this is, that's the feeling that I wanted. And I achieved that twice in a week, you know, which is awesome. You know, it, it seemed like when I got like the the one X, it just wasn't kind of the same. This is, this mm -hmm. felt that, that huge generational leap, especially when you turn down a game and when you launch, like when I launched Valhalla, the first one I did after some, you know, some missteps, you know, with the transferring and all that stuff, but that that's easily remedied once you figure it out. So it's not a huge issue for me. Um, but once I got it on there and I saw it, I was like, this is, this is what I've been waiting for. You know, yeah. finally, after all this, you know, two years of talking about it, we actually have it in hand and I'm playing it and it's, it's surreal, you know, to yeah. me. So it was awesome. Excuse me. I love it. Um, Controllers fire as as ever. It's always, you know, amazing. So it's it, 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 just the D pad. It, I, I love it. So clicky. Yeah, it's uh, nice. I'm, I'm I, like I, I, I like that. I like that D pad. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. No, yeah, I, was, I was just gonna say I like it too. Uh, we yeah. we were on a different podcast last night. I think it was Bomber was saying that uh, it's it's too loud. Mm -hmm. You know, like yeah. Yeah, clicky, but I, I like it. I like, I like it. being it's able to tactile. It feels that, like, that's the exact yeah. word I was just going mm -hmm. to use. You know yeah. what you're doing with it. I right. hate squishy D pads, which yeah. that should be a hashtag. I think I hate that, squishy D pads. 
Yeah. You know, that controller, it's funny. I picked it up and um, of course I've been using an elite two uh, for, yeah. for a bit. Um, and there's a lot of, a lot of mixed thoughts on that one. I know Joe d truly despises it from his, from his awful luck with that. Um, but and I, the past two two days since I got the Series X, I've been using specifically the Shock Blue yep. uh, Series X controller. And gorgeous. To, you know, to get impressions and whatnot. And so I've not touched my Elite 2. And I cannot t tell you enough how much I really enjoy the Series X controller. And it's it's so refined. It's all subtle stuff yep. that has been improved from the Xbox One controller, which was improved from its launch Xbox One and 360. Yeah. Um, and it's all those little things put together that make it just a wonderful experience just to do with textures and the clickiness. The D-pad is a joy to use, whereas I really didn't like the Xbox One's D-pad. Right. Um, and it's, a, it's an interesting thing to try and refine a controller that every generation people are saying is the best one. Because um, I was a big fan of the DualShock 4. And it sounds to me You're like... like on, but go ahead. <laughs> but it sounds to me like on... on uh, Sunday when I my PS5 gets here, I'll get to check out the DualSense. But I got to say, I've been very pleased with this this version of an Xbox controller, and I think it speaks to the generational thing they're trying to do with transitions slowly versus mm -hmm. a full stop and restart. Yeah. Um, that's kind of caused problems for the PlayStation side of backward compat. But I really dig it. I really it's just subtle improvements can can say a lot to for uh, engineering. I think. Yeah, it's one of the first things I texted Dan afterwards because him and I were just chatting, and I was like, "Yo, this controller is is." Um, I did not expect that that level of different feeling. It looks the same, right? And you mm -hmm. think it's going to be the same, but it's just slightly curved. It's slightly smaller. Um, it's very. It's just the D pad's fantastic. I just I love it. Um, honestly, if I could put adjustable sticks on it, like the Elite, I'd mm -hmm. I'd definitely use it over the Elite. Yeah, um, yeah. it's just it's crazy to me. Um, I didn't expect that, but um, yeah, I, I just echoing what all you guys said about Series X. The presentation's gorgeous. The hardware, like I know everyone made fun of it for just being a, a tower, right? But it's got like a presence to it that just yeah. I, I don't know what it is. It's sitting. I have both on my top shelf. You guys probably saw the picture next to each other, um, and I plan to have them that way. And I just I find myself just looking over at the Series X like that is a badass little box, dude. Yeah, it and really it's is. it's it's heavy. Like it's got half, yeah. but. When I say it's heavy, it's not like a knock against it. It feels, it feels balanced. And I think when when we're taking a look at like what feels premium, it when you're feeling something premium, it, it oftentimes feels solid and balanced. And that's what I when I when I'm looking at the Series X, that's that's what I get out of it too. Also, this thing is goddamn quiet. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make a noise, man. It, Nothing. I had to put my ear right to the vent to hear the 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 yeah. fan spin. Like it's. It is a very, very sleek looking box. I, yeah. as a PlayStation guy, strongly prefer the Series <laughs> X's look over the the monolith that is. Yeah, we'll get to, we'll get to the PS5. Well, um, can we can we talk about its presentation in, in terms of appearance on our shelves though again, yeah, and just really it. highlight that I was I've been concerned about both next gen systems not not because I think they're they're awful looking or anything like that, but they are significantly different than anything bef before. Yeah. And so, you know, I made my adjustments prior to, to the, its arrival. I moved the entertainment center around a little bit and I'm looking over at my series X and it, it just looks good within the room and it's yeah. very quietly subtle. It's like the controller. I use the word subtle multiple times, 
it's not uh, egregious. I wondered about that that bigger, you know, kind of thick boy design that it's got going on. And I, it doesn't trouble me in the slightest to see it over there. To Joe's point, it's very quiet. I put my hand over top to feel the heat because, of course, why wouldn't you at this point after all the discussions? It doesn't feel egregious at all. And after having my Scorpio and Gears 1X is vertical, yeah. I feel much more comfortable about my Series X being vertical because it feels more stable than the others. And it's it's just, to me, it's a, a another interesting thing about, oh, I really dig just how it looks in the room. And I feel better about it looking that way. And I think it looks atrocious if you lay it horizontal. Yes. Every time I see people put those pictures up, knock yeah. that mess off. That's yeah. like ugly as sin if you do, do that. Anything. It's it's like, what do you want to prove? What are you trying to prove? Oh. That you have no taste? You know? Like, it's so yeah. bad. Like, I'm gotta be vertical. looking at it right now, and I'm like, oh, I hate you so much. Yeah, it's got to be vertical. <laughs> you are. Well, I, can put, I can put it under on the bottom shelf, but I would have about an inch of space between yeah. – you know, for 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 cooling. Well, then maybe you could stop buying headsets and anthem currency and get yourself an entertainment center. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's like high quality. It's just not meant for giant things. True story, man. True Driving story. You gotta you gotta prioritize your purchases at this point because you can't be horizontal for long. It's not gonna work. The problem is is where I have like everything. It's it's in kind of a corner, and there's really no other place to go at this point. Um, so. I can go maybe a little bit bigger, but I, like I said, I thought about mounting it on the back or behind the TV. I'd never see it. You know, it'd just be really, just just really clean, but I want to see these things. I didn't buy them to not look at them at least a little bit, you know? So yeah, it's killing me. It's killing me. My <laughs> is going nuts, you know, especially with the box. It's, it's, I don't even know what to do anymore. <laughs> but well, see, if look- you have no other choice, I'm fine with that. But if, yeah. if you had the I'm option not. and you chose horizontal over no. vertical and you're like yeah this is fine you, there's something wrong no with you. you should <laughs> never yeah. ever choose that willingly no which i, I, no. I, I they would say it's that's where the xbox series s comes in uh-huh smaller entertainment uh-huh. they would say that i'm not yeah. saying that's the absolute answer but there is something to that okay. logic that's true that's we should probably demote dan to a series s until he gets that's his shit garbage. together. i don't even know 500 you know terabyte or gigabyte thing i got a <laughs> game there's enough oh, terabytes yeah. for, on there for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. You can play Valhalla. Yeah, a couple of expansion too, cards. You're good. Um, yeah. yeah, no. <laughs> to, to Luke's point, I think when we first saw the design, I think some of us were saying it looks very industrial and like it'll fit in as just another device in your range of kind of entertainment center and devices. And I think this Series X does that really, really well. It just sits yeah. there. If you, It looks sleek. If you want to notice it, it's there, but it can also just disappear into the background if you needed to. Um, so it's, I think from a design perspective, they crushed it. Um, yeah, I love it, man. I really, really love it. So um, go ahead, Dan. You going to say something? I'm like, I'm like going over like what I can do to change it because I'm looking over there and I've got like a, like a small like table as you come inside. I can put it over there. Right next to my TV, I can have them side by side, standing up vertically. That's how it's supposed to be. That's Gosh. that's yeah. You're not next gen until they're vertical. Yeah, I'm gonna so. have to throw away that circled coffee table I have. It's going to trash. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um. So, what do you guys? I know uh, Joseph. So, I was going to start with you. I know you said you haven't had a lot of time to really play games. You just jumped in to see a thief, so yeah. which is awesome. Um, so instead, I'll, I'll start with Luke. I'll start with you, man, on uh, what you've been playing on the Series X for the past day and a half or so since you got set up. 
Uh, first thing I booted up was Minecraft Dungeons because I was waiting for the 4K patches to jump in. Um, and while that isn't optimized for Series X or S at the at the moment, I don't believe it did allow me to just see fast loading even on a, a game like that. And uh, very impressed with that. One of my favorite things to do of late has been play Watch Dogs Legion. Yes, and let's go. I'm having so. I mean, that that is one of the most fun games of this year for me. Yeah. Um, which is running counter, I think, to Joe's experience with it, um, which has been, that's led to some great discussions between he and I during our game sessions. Um, but I've been loving Legion. The ray tracing is super cool. First yeah. noticed it when I walked by a truck and saw my character's reflection in the truck and then moved and just saw different things around. So it, it, it looked great. It loaded extremely quickly. Um, so I could not have been more happy about that. We've been playing Call of Duty Cold War yep. um, the past two days, Joe? With, with day Carolina. and a half, yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm atrocious at it, which is funny because I used to be really good at Call of Duty. I'm just real bad at Call of Duty now. That's what but he says it, every five minutes. He's like, guys, every five minutes. So good. It's shocking. So good. Like, what happened? <laughs> shocking how bad, uh, how bad I am at it. But I've been... It, it, loads quickly it's it's fast it's gorgeous um and i tried some gears as well again impressive truth be told i've been very impressed with the games that i've played that are that are optimized on the system i've been yeah. impressed with the stuff that's not optimized but in doing and saying all that these are experiences i could have gotten on my xbox one x Sure. These are experiences that are available in other places, and that will be the drawback for some time. But uh, I, at some point this episode, I would love for us to talk about what new users are experiencing with EA Play and Game Pass, etc. Um, but but that's for for later, I'm sure. Cool. Nice. Cool. And uh, it's funny you say that about Legion because Legion is one of my top games of the year. Really mm -hmm. love it. So hilarious. It. I'm probably with Joe. I was just gonna say, and Dan yeah, these, is the opposite. Guys again. are all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> stay on the right. That's on the show, yeah, on the show. <laughs> show purposes, Joe. We are the right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I'd rather uh, be on the left. Thank well, you. That's fine. So uh, show same. Same. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Just are you on? Yeah. All uh, wrong one. Yeah. <laughs> We're not even going to get into it. Yeah. Um, Dan, I know you. Uh, so we got Valhalla early. Um, I know we we've talked about our impressions last week on the One X versus the Series X. It's a night and day difference. If you 100%. played Valhalla on the One X, or if you're playing it currently on the One X, um, and you're getting a Series X or planning to, um, you're gonna love it because it is absolute night and day. Uh, I would never want to go back to playing it on the One X now yeah. uh, after playing it on the Series X. It's just gorgeous and super smooth like butter. So. Um, but other than that, Dan, what else, uh, what else you've been kicking up on the series X? Not a whole lot. I played, I, I booted up, um, Borderlands three to see what was going on. Yeah. That was a nightmare shit show. Oh, the, the biggest the, the thing itself was a mess in terms of the update. Yeah. The, the whole, that, that was my biggest, and that's going to be probably my biggest complaint about the series X is that the updating and the smart delivery and even the quick resume, I don't know what is happening with Valhalla, but it's just not working for me for some reason. Mm. Um, like when I I, I I saved everything to my SSD, transferred, started transferring stuff over. Um, so when you launch Valhalla, the first thing it says is, hey, we you know we got an update. You know, you're, you're on a Series X. We realized that. Would you like to apply it? Sure. It just re-downloaded the whole game. Yep. On, Same happened to me. You know, and, and, and then I couldn't launch it. It would just 
you know, kill me. So I just deleted everything. The so that happened to my stepson. Yeah. He had to reinstall Borderlands with the uh, season pass like yeah. four times before right. it would actually work and recognize it. Yeah. So I did that. Eventually it, it all got sorted out. And this is just something that happens with new gen launches, right? I mean, sure. we're gonna there's going to be issues and you've got to kind of expect that, you know, and I, I, you know, and I fully do. So it's not a huge deal because the feeling that I've had over the past few days playing it trumps everything that's happened so far. Even, sure. you know, just minor little difficulties. I played Borderlands 3 um, and basically Bahala. I'm trying to think of what else I kind of launched. Oh, Jedi Fallen Order. Just see oh. how that worked out. And it was fantastic. Because um, I know that game on... I think I was playing it on the Pro, so maybe you guys didn't actually run into this since you guys were on the X. But, like, I noticed, like, did, did you notice any frame rate drops or anything like that with the combat? Or is it now just full 60? gorgeous like just i mean like it's funny because like now i can i can tell you know because i don't usually see like the big differences between like you know like 1080p and 4k you can i can tell but like if when you start going and saying like this is dynamic this is native i i can't tell you just what the hell the difference is but this one at 1080p at 60 frames it runs it pops right but you can also tell that it's not the graphics engine isn't like top notch you know i think and even with the resolution mode it really never you know was something that you want god this is the most gorgeous game ever it's not a bahala right it's not something like where it's it's just gorgeous you know out of the box so you know i've really you know i played maybe 20 minutes of it just to see how it ran great and that was the biggest issue at launch was there were so many issues with just the frame rate on it now it runs great and yeah. it's funny because, you know, I can <laughs> I use that one in Valhalla to quick resume. I was quick resuming because it pops up that little thing on the top right corner. Right. Yeah. And, you know, every time and it says, you know, well, I launched Valhalla back and it'd be OK here. You know, it says quick resume. Great. It was working great. And then all of a sudden everything went to hell. And <laughs> I don't know what happened, but I, I switched over to uh, Jedi Fallen Order it launched the title or the, the the load screen for like three seconds. Boom, I'm in the game. I'm like, great. Go back to Valhalla. Nope, cold boot. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Go back to Jedi. Same thing. So it's it's weird. It just stopped working for some reason. So I, and, and to be fair, I'm also in the skip ahead. So I'm wondering if that's the issue. Uh, there's like an issue with like a, you know, so that might be it. So I'm going to try to get out of that today. And kind of revert back to like whatever the standard OS is, and and see if that's kind of the the problem. I, I, you know, and that's totally possible. But it it never really updated, you know, between the time I started it. So I don't know if that's for sure the issue. Oh, I know it, it's it's awesome, and it looks everything looks really really good. I want to try gears today. You know, I want to try uh, uh, tactics today as well. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's so many you know. I, <laughs> I was, I'll, I'll come out and say, I, I was like, man, there was just nothing, there's nothing new to try out. But then you you start seeing all this other stuff pop up and you realize it's almost a different game. You know, I, I probably won't go back and play a full playthrough through Gears, to be honest. But, you know, I, I, I will play through a whole thing of Gears Tactics because, you know, I love those. those and apparently uh, someone confirmed the other day it does have cross save. Fantastic! Yeah, I got yeah. it on my computer. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, I'm like halfway through or almost finished Act Two, so now I can just pick it right up. Oh yes, yeah. I mean it's you know it's 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 I'm super excited, man. I mean there's there's so much I have on there 
there's not a ton of like, you know, and, and most of what I have is Series X enhanced. I did play the Falconeer for a while because um, they sent me a review code after it launched, which was fine. <laughs> which, <laughs> it was like, okay, whatever. Th- that game, it, it's, it's, it's kind of weird because it's not, you know, it's done by one guy. It's not like something that you're going to go, oh, what happened? You know, this is crazy. Um, and it's, it's definitely hard. But I'm also, you know, I just kind of touched on it a little bit, kind of played through a little bit of the yeah. tutorial. Looks all right, man. You know what I didn't play? Yakuza. Just saying. Did not play it because I don't own it because I'm not buying it. You will. Stand it. Paul, I've got so much credit to use. I'm not going to do it. I know. know. It'll only be a few days. We're good. Next week, we'll talk about it. Um, (laughs) The... uh, So the only other game I'll touch on, so you touched on most of the games I was going to touch on. I was excited about Tactics. Uh, I've been playing Bahala nonstop. Um, I've got way too much time in that already, um, and I'm kind of addicted to it. But um, I think uh, the other one is Observer System Redux, mm. which is you know from Bloober Team. Now this is the enhanced kind of next-gen version. Started playing that. It's crazy, as you would expect from a Bloober Team game, but it looks really, really incredible. So if you haven't checked that out yet, either on the PS5 or the Series X, Series S, um, and you're looking for kind of a sci-fi, cyberpunk horror experience, you may want to check that out. I think it's 30 bucks. So um, it looks really, really good. Really good. Um, yeah, man. Um, I, same issue as you guys, though. I, I had everything on my external. I've used an external SSD for like four years on my Xbox. One terabyte, transferred everything onto it, plugged it into the Series X. It recognized everything right away move to games I wanted enhanced to internal, right? Which is all super fast and easy. But then when you go to download the Series S and X patch, it just re-downloaded the whole game on almost all of them. So it was like 60 gigs, 50 gigs, 80 gigs. And I'm like, what was the point of transferring everything over? I would have just downloaded everything fresh. It made no sense. So I don't know what's up with that. Hopefully they fix that as people come online. So anyway, um, so what... What about the Series X would you say that, um, you know, you don't like? Uh, we talked about the setup with the games. There's other things that you hope to see in the near future, uh, UI updates, touches on, you know, specific aspects. What do you want to see coming from this thing? I'll start on that one. Uh, as far as the, like the, the on-console experience, right now I have very few complaints. And perhaps that comes from inexperience. I don't think it's honeymoon period. Uh, in this particular case, because the UI has been so comfortably transferred from the Xbox One uh, era, and it feels very similar to that. Um, That being said, a lot of my Xbox interaction takes place via the app, and I have found the app update since it happened about a month or two ago to be very cumbersome, particularly when it comes to inputting codes in the store. They're non-existent now. And very stupid. And so I look forward to having... Uh, that be revised and fixed. And I'm under my understanding is that happened because of the Apple side of things. Uh, but early, early impressions about this console are resoundingly positive. To me, it seems to be very well engineered. The UI seems to be very intuitive. I like the subtle differences uh, from the Xbox one uh, and the evolution that it's got there. I think if you're entering the ecosystem for the first time, uh, the UI could be a bit overwhelming if you're used to Switch or PlayStation. That said, I think it's very quickly adopted. And it all to me, this is the, not having put hands on my PS5 yet, 
it strikes. I keep looking over at it like it's like talking to me. Um, <laughs> it, it strikes me as the best engineered of any of the of the the now current gen consoles. It just seems to yeah. be super impressive on that respect. Mm-hmm. Um, but it all comes down to software at the end of the day, and that's a different discussion, of course. But very little would I change right now. I'm curious if DualSense haptic feedback gets uh, picked up by third parties and it sticks around longer than HD rumble or resistance triggers for the Xbox one. And if third parties genuinely care and and really put the support in a year from now, because right now Sony's going to pay for it uh, a year from now, then I'm wondering if Xbox responds with uh, a refinement of their own in, in similar or the same tech. Uh, that's a good point. And uh, yeah, we'll touch on the dual sense soon. Completely agree with you on the engineering aspect. Uh, everything top to bottom about the Series X, you guys have said it feels premium. The engineering aspect is remarkable, honestly, what they've accomplished with that system. And especially once you see it standing next to the PS5 and you know what's in the two systems, um, the Series X is a is a freaking marvel. Uh, yeah. It really is. Um, so bravo to Jason Ronald and everyone over at the Xbox on that, on that side. Um, Joseph, yeah, I know you haven't used the Series X much, like we talked about. Um, you have your first impressions from an. Let's go to the Xbox kind of ecosystem. Then I had yeah. to throw the word in there. Yeah. What mm. What typically do you want to see more of, um, or small changes would you like to see from Xbox? Anything? Uh, after playing with the DualSense, they need uh, haptic feedback. They okay. need some adaptive triggers. This thing okay. is. Yeah, I, I I seriously love it, and and that's I think a lot of people like have been hitting on the same tune of like, oh yeah, this isn't you know like the like, yeah, there's you know no showcase game. There's you know it seems kind of like um I hate to say it, but like lukewarm in terms of launches, right? It, it feels if it, it feels <laughs> like going from an iPhone like you know uh, what, what's the new one iPhone 11 to an iPhone 11s. You know that's what it kind of feels like. Um, and that's not bad. <laughs> that's not a bad thing. I, I do like what Microsoft's trying to get at, and I think their mission statement for this thing is we don't want the Xbox to be the center of the, the play. We want you to be at the center of play. So, like, whether it is you're playing on your tablet, whether you're playing on your phone, whether you're playing on your console, on, on your laptop, they want everything to feel the same. So I understand why there is no, you know, big OS boost or, or, you know, like a, a redesign as much as I would have loved it. Cause I do think there's still things that need to be done with that OS. Um, but like seeing, seeing what Microsoft's trying to do with it's kind of a, a making everything uniform. I'm really digging. Now the only thing they have to prove is that they get the game portion of it. Of course. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the only like, give me Halo. <laughs> that's all I need at this point. Yeah. Yeah. You- Go ahead. Do you think that design was done? Well, I, mean, I, I know the answer to them. Sorry, I should rephrase. What I mean is it's clearly done to have uh, a comfortable transition between switching from one to series to the uh, xCloud experience to PC. And that to me is, is a very rewarding thing, but it dulls the excitement and gives that lukewarm feeling mm-hmm. of the new shiny, yeah. you know? Yeah. When I pull when I pull up XCloud and play on my phone, it looks just like my Series X, which looks like my One X, which looks like a PC. Which, and it's- which from a design perspective, you guys, you know, when you are um, designing applications to work across different screen sizes 
and uh, func- uh, format, right? Yeah. Um, it, there's a huge amount of work that has to go into that design. And so you kind of touched on it, Joseph and Luke, at a high level is that, yes, they have to design this UI and its features to fit on all of these devices. They can't treat it like a, a single experience on one format. That's not how mm-hmm. Xbox is working right now. Yeah. And it's funny. Walt, Walt kind of nailed it. Sounds like Joe's describing a seamless ecosystem. I am. Exactly it's right. like, it's like like how I, how I think of it. Like this is like iOS as an Apple kid. That's what I've, I'm thinking here. It's when you get that new iPhone. Apple does this, per, uh, you know, purposely. They put out that new OS as well, so that you're getting that feeling of oh, this is something. Oh, this is something new. Whether you're just like taking a look at the form factor, or whether you're taking a look at the OS, it still has a sense of new. And I think maybe. Uh, Again, maybe they 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 grazed themselves by uh, uh, releasing the OS a bit like a month or two earlier. I was just going to say that. Do you, do you feel differently if they release the final version of that modified UI day and date with the new systems? It feels like that's something they could have done. Yeah, and I and and I think that's I think that could have gotten rid of the of the again the the, the lukewarmness of it. You know. And I wonder if COVID had anything to do with that. Mm -hmm. So many of their plans have been disrupted in terms of distribution of software, of hardware, perhaps firmware. I wonder if they said, okay, we've got this thing that works rather than have one more thing on our launch day, like, uh uh-ohs. Because, I mean... How easy is it to get memed for an entire generation? We saw it happen <laughs> Xbox knows it better than anyone. Better yeah. than anybody, <laughs> right. And so I think that was the reason they played it safe there because you're you're absolutely correct. We would have had a cooler, whoa, moment yeah. had it been fresh on that day. But the risk involved in a year where they've lost so much, uh, despite doing well, but, but losing Halo and losing a few other things, to me, it strikes as, as probably what they were back and forth about in, in rolling it out. Yeah, yeah, agreed. So, Dan, I mean, we I think we all know the game discussion and some uh, some of the little things we talked about. But Series X thoughts right now on what you want to see change. Is there anything bugging you about the Series X right now that we haven't touched on? No, I don't think so. I mean, you just get the the launch issues figured out, and it's fine. You know, it's a game system. It's there to play my games. Yes. It's doing that, so that's really all that matters to me. You know, I, I I have I have my own preferences, but I mean, it's doing what it needs to do, and that's all that matters gotcha. at this point. So funny on the quick resume, and Luke, thanks for posting this up. So Jason Ronald on Twitter commented uh, on the quick resume. Um, I won't read these whole quotes because they're kind of long, but he basically said we found some optimized titles that may be experiencing issues. So to ensure the best experience for fans, we've temporarily disabled Quick Resume for select titles and are working quickly to fix it. So that was that was right before launch. So it looks um, like they can disable that remotely. And maybe that's what we were seeing, Dan, because I, I told the guys last night, I've had no problems with Valhalla all week. Right. Uh, Quick Resume. I mean, it's literally been the same instance I've been running all week, and it's fantastic. And then yesterday, twice, when I went to relaunch it, I got the fresh boot. You got the same so thing I, I do. Okay. Yeah, I wonder if they were. That makes me feel better because I was like, damn, man, why didn't you say that earlier? You would have put that at rest. <laughs> you know, you're like, gosh, you're screwing it up. <laughs> no, but yeah, you could have said, oh, yeah, I'm having those same issues. You never told me that. Oh, well, there, there you go. Now you know. I just wanted you to freak out a little bit because yeah, well, honestly, what the issue probably is, it's probably because your Series X is horizontal. Yeah, that's, um, that's true. If you just do this, yeah. it'll work. 
Yeah. That's just science. <laughs> I mean, you need to hurry up and get done because now that's what's happening after this. I'm going to rewire the whole damn nine. It's been four it days. Been too long. We got them. So get yeah. it sorted out. Um, but oh, yeah, the one forever. thing that's bothered me, and I touched on this last um, yet last night as well, uh, especially after streaming Demon Souls. We're going to get the PS5 here shortly. Um, Xbox streaming sucks. Does it, sucks. it really? Really? It sucks. Not great. Now that Mixer is gone, all of their integration previously was built around Mixer. So they removed Mixer, but they didn't replace it with anything. It, it, it makes me think of the stupid political discussions. We're going to get rid of your health care and replace it with something better. Mm-hmm. What what is what are you replacing it with? Well, we don't know. It, it's it feels like that. Mixer is gone and nothing yeah. has replaced it. Um, yeah. You can only use Twitch and it's poorly implemented at best. You have to have Twitch running separately. You have to go to the Twitch app to broadcast. The settings are limited, and then that's it. You you run your game, and you can't configure anything custom. There, there's the, the integration sucks. Um, I I could keep going on. I won't keep going on, but it sucks. So, I hope that they have a better plan for one, making the Twitch integration better, um, but two, also adding common things like YouTube. Right? I mean, YouTube should be a standard. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no reason why you can't stream to YouTube right now. So mm-hmm. um, that's the one thing I'm really hoping because especially nowadays, we've seen streaming grow this year, just like we've seen gaming grow. Um, it's just getting bigger and bigger year over year. There's no reason at all. It should still be such a hassle to stream from an Xbox. Well, here's a question as a PlayStation kid, go asking an Xbox boy, how's yeah. this capture button? Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. In uh, fact, it- it's weird. I don't know about you guys. Cause I use the elite Two. The Elite 2 has the profile button in the middle in the same spot. Um, But when I go, and I've been using the Series X controller, the new one, um, I forget the capture button's there. I'm still hitting the guide button and hitting Y. Same, same. It's an adjustment, which is funny because it's the the biggest change, I guess you could say, in terms of, of controller. I keep looh over like it's looking at me. But uh, it it's funny because I keep you know menu hit and like I just I'm programmed to do that. Uh, yeah. but I over time it, it'll probably be just fine. It'll probably yeah. be just just simple done. It, it it's very fast though. And I was talking last night, one of the issues Xbox has had over time is that you would take a screenshot, but it would take time to upload to live. It was slow. Um, especially if you were running a game, which obviously if you're taking a screenshot, you freaking are. Um Now, in the past couple days, I've seen it be much, much faster. So I don't know if they're ramping up that kind of bandwidth from the sharing and the capturing because past couple days, as soon as I've hit a screenshot on like Valhalla, it's like it's posted to live and, and I can immediately access it on the Xbox app, which is the way it should be. But yeah. um, it hasn't been like that in the past. So, um, By the way, Bomber, one of our regulars uh, and uh, GBTB, it's his birthday today, which I did not realize. So Bomber. Birthday. Happy Brother, I happy see a birthday, bunch of people dude. Like um, uh, saying happy birthday. So I think he was trying and to hide. Thank you, it. Mo. <laughs> thank you, Mo. That's our big comment. Thank you, Mo. Yeah. Oh, there's he's black. Um, all right. So I think we uh, we've spent the time on Xbox. Let's move over to PlayStation. Luke, I didn't realize you didn't get your PlayStation yet. Um, yeah. kind of stuff. Before you, before you guys give impressions, can I tell you the funny story about it? Yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> Never mind. It no, we're going to talk yeah. about our playstations and make you jealous if that's yeah. okay um so i am very 
frustratingly could not pre-order one. I, I just couldn't find one. Okay. I've been saving money for a year and a half to have money for series X and for PlayStation. I've got them set aside. Of course now I've spent them, uh, but could not find a PS five, which is a big bummer because miles Morales, I I'm just so excited to play miles. Um, I've had alerts for Wario on was able to during the, the two days ago, back and forth, back and forth, clicking refresh, refresh, refresh on three different sites during the windows where I thought they'd be active. And then just my phone beeped. Warrior had a direct link on Amazon and I just click, click like first, like right away, just boop, bye, go. And it said that it, it said, uh, it'll be here by Saturday, which is of course the day we're recording. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. December 31st. We'll see. And uh, they even tweeted me when I caught, made that joke, Amazon tweeted me and said, yeah, we'll see. Da, da, da. Got the notice this morning. It's shipped. It'll be here tomorrow. I bought it uh, two days ago. Nice. Nice. Could not be luckier. I'm very fortunate in that. But uh, yeah, now I'm going to save for a year and a half to buy an OLED 120 hertz TV. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's yep. the next step. It's a must. Yeah. It's a yeah. Must. yeah. Um, well, that's cool. So glad you got one coming really soon. Yeah. Um, you should have definitely hit up Dan and I because I think we had nine of them. <laughs> I damn. I was telling Joseph before we started. I'm like the gaming guy among all family and friends, right? So they just come to me like, "You got an Xbox? You got a PlayStation? Yeah, okay." So (laughs) we had a bunch of them. Um, All right, so let's get to the PS5. So uh, again, we'll do the same thing. Let's talk about initial impressions upon getting it. Um, Just getting the box, opening it up, set up that kind of stuff. Joseph, of course, I'll start with you, man. Yeah. So like, if if opening your Xbox was like your wedding night. It, PlayStation was kind of like prom night. In fact, of not not much going on there. Everything is kind of it's just there. Yeah, you know? the, pa- the packaging is really substandard for the product. Yeah, it, yeah. eco-friendly, cool. That's what <laughs> I see some defenders say. Cool. <laughs> give, give me some styrofoam. You know what I mean? Like make the moment a little special. Um and let's just listen. Let's just talk about the design. I, I know everything's a mess here. <laughs> <laughs> that thing's oh. way too big. It's huge. It's, it's so big. Every time I walk up to it, I made this joke yesterday. I think it's going to take my lunch money. Like <laughs> it, it's like the bully standing in a corner. Especially if you have the Series X next to it, it really puts into perspective how big the PS5 is. Yeah, it's egregious. It's it's a shame because this design is unique and fascinating and cool. But it's egregiously large, and, and it is begging for the slim version. Luke, you have no idea, man. When you get that thing in your hands, oh, it's no. not, you're, you're like, oh, yeah, this thing is huge. Then you get it, you're like, no, this is this is too much. I, my, yeah. my stepson walked down when I after I finished setting it up because he knew. He was working, and he came down afterwards, and he looked over, and he goes, damn. I was like, I know, <laughs> man. It's like, it's big. He's like, why yeah. is it so big? And I had to explain the motherboard and other stuff, but I was like, yeah, it's uh, – it's, it's interesting. Weird. It's weird to me that Mark Cerny designed it. You know what I'm saying? Like the yeah. dude mastered that launch PS4. That thing was so cool and so perfect. And this thing's just not. And it's no. funny. I don't think it's funny. It's got like pop collars. That just cracks me up. Also, if I can, I'm I'm gonna say it. It's embarrassing. I put the stand on wrong. <laughs> <laughs> again it was like prom night i had no idea what i was doing 
I've seen videos about it, so I was like, it's pretty much the same thing. No, it's not. Well, how, how did you screw that up? Because I'm you going practice to... with a banana ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> you get the wrong screwdriver. Well, okay, so... yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, I used I used my I used my knife to to do it because I forgot you had to have a screw. And then for the for the second one, I actually used I believe a nickel or a or a quarter to actually screw it in but yeah no like because it's just it's awkward if you need a stand you did something wrong and especially like look i don't care if you included a stand vertically you don't need it but horizontally you do and that's just a design flaw like just straight up i get it both consoles really they don't want you having them horizontal so maybe this is kind of forcing your hand but like shouldn't these things horizontal come on no no one should so i'm a vertical boy uh but not by choice i would have loved my my playstation 4 sat right underneath my tv really nice um and my my xbox actually used to be the place of the playstation 5 so you know for me it just the construction of it is flawed everything else though i'm super blown away by yeah like like when luke said you know Hardware is one thing; it's software is the other. Yeah, I'm blown. I'm blown away by the software and especially the the dual sense. If you want me to go into the dual sense, no, right? no, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. All we'll right, all right, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> um, I on the setup though. Uh, so Luke, very similar on the PlayStation side. If you make sure you have the new PlayStation app and make mm-hmm. sure you're logged into it before your PS5 arrives. Very similar. You can scan a QR code, brings over your profile. It was very easy from a setup perspective, which yeah. I like. If Xbox took two minutes, this took about like three. Yeah, the yeah. setup so they easy. Both nailed it. They both nailed yeah. it. Um, so Dan, <laughs> it's funny though. Uh, I saw pictures ahead of time, and I'm like, I'm like, this is just an Xbox guy trying to make the PS5 look bad in the packaging. You know, no, it's reality. It when you take the 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 cardboard box on the top it has the controller cables and stuff. You pull that out. PS5 is just sitting there between two pieces of recycled cardboard. I was like, really? Like, this is your top-end product? Yeah. And like I said, it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter at all. It doesn't impact the system. It's just funny to see. Why do you think um, they did it that way? And I, I mean... Just cost. cost. Well, I, I hear the cost aspect. And does that the is that what having the first party and being the market leader affords you? And, yeah. and to the same point, why did Xbox spend so much on it? I think if I'm not mistaken, anybody could correct me. The 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 presentation that Xbox has right is for the moment. These are for the launch consoles. I think it'll get a little cheaper when or, or, or cheap looking as more systems come out. This was just I think for the launch versions. If I'm not mistaken. I, I haven't heard that. Okay, then I'll just that then, not, not that it could be true. Oh, I have I haven't heard it personally. No, I heard it on the internet. And it must be. <laughs> He's a liar. Um, I think I was going to say that I think um, Microsoft as a company, right, is, is for the past few years has been moving into Joseph called it like the Apple space. Apple had that rec that um, was known for being the company that when you bought one of their products, it just felt you guys have said it many times premium, right? Microsoft has been moving into that space with their surfaces and their surface tablets or uh, laptops and all these things. And I think with Microsoft's new backing of gaming and the Xbox and them really focusing on it, feeling like a top end experience, mm. my guess is they just, you know, they put the extra in what they had to do. They yeah. also talked about it being um, very accessible. Did you guys see that? 
from an accessibility standpoint, the way it was designed was very purposeful for people that have disabilities or, you know, maybe have one arm, you know, like things that make it tough to do other things day to day. That's awesome. I did not hear that. And now thinking about it, yeah, it's it like it was super easy to just lift up out of the box. Um, yeah, that's that's actually really yeah, awesome. So, anyway, but no, we don't need to stay on the packaging. It's just funny. You'll see, Luke, what we're talking about when you get it. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, set up. So Dan, Dan, very first impressions of PS5 setup, all that, everything we just touched on. Anything unique? Yeah, I mean... The first thing I said was, you know, this this is gigantic. I mean, this is, I mean, it, it's, it's, I'm telling you, man. I mean, I, I didn't know, I knew to expect something large. I didn't know I was, you know, it, it's just ungodly. I <laughs> <laughs> think just happened in Dan's room, and I'm very. <laughs> I, so, and then, and then after they're sure of that, setup was really easy. Um, I actually, I, I, before I got rid of the, the pro, I got everything transferred um, on my save games. Um, I just downloaded everything. First thing I noticed was that the download speeds, I always had issues downloading yeah. stuff on the PlayStation 4. Um, the download speeds were always trash to me. Even that, even shutting everything else off, oh, yeah, bad. I could never get the speed that I wanted. It might be faster than the what the you know I downloaded the Xbox stuff at. I mean, it was I started downloading like four different games. And um, I think it was when we met up. And then I, I literally, it was like five, 10 minutes. And all of a sudden, I started getting all these notifications on my phone, you yeah. know, from the PlayStation app. I was like, whoa, hey, that was fast. I was, I was expecting to wait hours, yeah. to be honest with you. And so that was awesome. Um, I'm glad I didn't transfer. It sounds like people are having some weird issues with that. I don't know what's happening. I've had no... Uh, issues except for when I plugged in the HDMI cord, nothing showed up on my TV it's screen. <laughs> and I was like, what in the hell is happening? And then I realized my HDMI cord was not pushed in all the way. So you got to kind of get it in there. Um, it, sounds, it makes it sound stupid. But yeah, it does, but it felt like it was in. No, something about that that port, I don't know, yeah. on mine, it was like, it, it feels all, like if it felt if I pushed any more, I was going to break something. Right. That's but it wasn't like. actually all the way in, so I had to like redo it a few times, and then it was fine. Yeah, I tried prom a different. Night. It's okay. Prom night. Yeah. Prom <laughs> night. <laughs> We've already. It <laughs> no, it's uh, other than that. It, it was pretty simple to set up. I had the, uh, you know, you just. I wish they they had a way where you can wirelessly connect your, you know, your controllers instead of having to plug them in all the time. It's super annoying, but you know, maybe I don't know what it is. Maybe it exists, um, but. Got those synced up. Got the the pulse headset uh, mm-hmm. hooked up. Um, it's ready to go. And now I got to just get the VR set up and see how you know that's running. Your dongle. Um, got my got my dongle. Oh my god! I got it right here. This dongle. Boom! <laughs> well, yeah. So it's ready to go. I, I just don't know if, if I have enough USB space. You know what? I do. I think I'm good. Um, I'm excited for. I mean, it, it was it was very. Aside from the the size, it, it was it was a pretty easy setup. Yeah, no problems. Everything was fine. Got right into you know, uh, I don't even know what the first game I booted up was. I think it was uh, Spider Man Remastered, mm-hmm. um, and then Ghost of Tsushima just to see the sixty FPS. Yeah, and now it's just miles and bug snacks, miles <laughs> of bug snacks, miles of bug snacks. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so uh, all the same stuff, guys. And I, you know, we keep joking about the size, and it is huge. But you know, for me, I have them in a corner, vertical next to each other. And yeah. honestly, on top of my shelf, there next to each other, um, it, they look cool. And, and to be fair, I, I don't know why, but the PS5 design has grown on me. As ridiculous as it looks from certain angles, um, I don't mind it sitting there in the corner. It, it's fine. Um, it is quiet, which is great. Way quieter than the PS4. Thank God. Yeah. Um, no issues with that. I did have a scare this morning. My disk drive sounded like a chainsaw, and then my home screen turned all pink and purple oh, on the PS5. I, I like got up, got some coffee. I was like, oh, I'll do a little just grinding in Demon Souls between streams. Turned it on, and it was pink and purple and like pixelated, and then the disk drive went nuts, and I was like, oh, shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> luckily, rebooted. It's fine. Um what was the other thing I was going to say on uh, on the Wi-Fi? Um, so I, I'm connected via LAN. I always wire in my consoles, but um, it's definitely faster. I run tests with the con because I'm a network nerd, um, and I'm able to get seven to eight hundred down on my Xbox. Uh, you know, typically not for game downloads, but just connection to the live servers. So PSN, the most I've ever hit was like one fifty ish previously. I mean, PSN was just slow, yeah. um, but with this. Uh, the first test I ran, I'm already over 400. So it's definitely a big noticeable difference. And to Dan's point, things are downloading a lot faster than they used to, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. So they needed that. They, yeah, needed they that. definitely needed that. Yeah. Absolutely. So, all right, let's get to, you know what? I know we want to talk about, we'll get to games in a minute um, mm -hmm. because we can talk about what we're about to touch on in the games. Let's go to the dual sense. So dual sense is what, uh, there you go. Joseph's got his ready. So this is what, PlayStation was marketing um, heavily and making it feel like this is a differentiator between them and Xbox or any other platform for that matter. Um, and as I said on uh, Mo's podcast last night, I go, I'm going to go ahead and eat a little crow here because I was the one poking fun at Sony for marketing and controller um, and making it sound like this was something revolutionary and uh, definitely eating some crow because it is, from a haptic standpoint, especially if you played Astrobot now, which is kind of their demo for the DualSense, right? But even games like uh, Sackboy and Demon Souls, um, it is very, very, very impressive. Um, what you can feel and sense and how it does things it's doing. So I really like it so far. I also really like that they finally made a controller for adults um, because the the Dual Shocks are freaking tiny. They're not built well. They're ergonomically horrific uh, i've never liked the dual shock controllers the dual sense is the handles being longer and curved it actually fits your hand now um it's just a much more comfortable controller to hold where it's noticeably different when, when we're talking about the dual sense is in your back two fingers in your ring finger and your pinky right. um it's kind of it kind of feels like you're gripping onto like a very ergonomic cone um it just feels way better than gripping with these dumb nubs the others on the dual shock. Um, that's what I mean. It just felt a nub was a perfect word. It just yeah. it never felt good to hold. Yeah. And then also the where I feel it too is in the palm right here. Um it feels it feels really nice in, in my hands. And it, there's never a moment that goes by where it's like where I have to like take my hands out and like because you know I'm old and rigor mortis is it looks like <laughs> You're it's old. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. Now. No, it's coming, it's happening. I'm I'm just <laughs> bracing for it every day. That's so like yeah, it's a gamer life. So like it's it's really ergonomic. It's really just great to hold. The the haptics is yeah, it's a game changer. 
yeah. when people are like, oh, this is this is it. Like, this is the, the revolution more than evolution. I was like, okay, you guys are probably overhyping this. Uh, and this is why, Luke, you need to play Astro first. Astro, Astro's right. Playroom, it's nuts. Yeah. Like, it, it brought me back because when I tried it out for the first time, I was trying it with my brother. And, um, like, he was just like, whoa. Joe, hold this. And we were like switching the controller back and forth. It was, it was awesome. It brought me back to like my childhood days. And it really just, when he, he has little nubby feet. So if he's on like a, 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 a plain surface, um, it'll actually, you'll, you'll hear the dinging of it, of it on the sound. And then you'll actually feel it on the grips of the controller. Or like when there's a sandstorm in the game, you'll actually feel like, you know, when you're in the car, and like there's like hail like dinging at the, yeah, the raindrops are crazy. Like you literally feel individual pieces yeah. all over your controller in your hands. It's, the, it's the, awesome. the cool thing about it too is like the first like two seconds when you're being introduced to the the PlayStations of all the generations flying yeah. past you, you're hearing the you're hearing it and you're feeling it on each side, and then you're you feel the 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 kind of the the tax of the controller being built up it just felt like something out of this world and then the adaptive triggers on top of that just enhance the haptics like this there's a part in astro where you're using a spring like robot to traverse and it actually feels like you're you're using a spring you're pressing down on a spring there's this weird resistance that's super welcoming yep. and like the it's one like game of resistance too which is really yeah. neat the one game that I felt a, a huge, it was a huge step in the right direction when it comes to the haptic feedback and the the um, the adaptive triggers for sure is actually Call of Duty. Call of Duty um, for each game, of course, gang, it's going to be a little different. So like you'll feel a little bit of restriction here when you're zooming in. And then when you're shooting a gun, it'll actually feel like you're shooting like a Nerf gun. Mm. Like that's how the trigger feels. And when you're holding it down, you you actually have the sense of kickback, like the recoils happening in this little trigger itself. It's it, it's unlike any other rumble that I've that I felt before. I feel like if Nintendo didn't be BS you with you know their HD rumble, that's what this is. This is the next step of that rumble technology yeah. bringing you into the 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 game even more because like my last and not leastly is like spider-man miles morales it feels like you're thwipping through through the city like there's just like it feels like the 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 trigger begins to resist at like you know 70 percent into your your trigger to press so it feels like you're extending your arm and then pressing down to really get that thwip right and it just feels so good. It is that next thing to immerse you. It sounds crazy. I sound like I'm selling you snake oil, but it is something really special. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let me, hold on one second, Luke. Let me get to some of these questions yeah. real quick. So big question is, will anyone besides Sony actually use it? Because I play more than just first party exclusive games. And I just know what's up, man, first of all. Um, but yeah, I think that's the big topic, right? Is, you know, they're Luke commented on it earlier. At launch, we're seeing a lot of people use it, a lot of companies. You just said Call of Duty, for instance. Um, but as time goes on, will that dissipate? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I hope they do. And I hope it's more than just triggered. Them saying, yes, we're, we're utilizing the dual sense. And it's like, yeah, we have tension triggers. It's like, that's the that's the lowest common denominator, right? That's not really utilizing the dual sense uh, for, for its full capabilities. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, 
Carl also asked about battery life. Um, so in my experience, you guys let me know, but um, I played Demon Souls for a little over three hours the other night on stream. Then I played some Sackboy. I played some Astrobot. Uh, total, I played about six hours and I, with the haptics, mind you. Um, and then I was at one bar on the, the power meter. It wasn't dying, but I was getting there. So I, I yeah. think with haptics, you're looking maybe seven, eight hours. Does that feel about right? Probably about right. Yeah. Yeah, I would say around six to eight depends. Yeah, depending on what you're playing. Astro will use more because it's literally using all the features, right? But if you're playing something that uses less, maybe a little more. It's definitely way better than the DualShock 4. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. There was one other. Um, Walt said, did playing Astro's Room seem kind of gimmicky like playing Gyromite for the first time? I say no. Mm-mm. Mm -mm. This thing's a highlight. This thing's the highlight of the system. This feels like its own game. And to quote Imran Khan, this game at points out Nintendo's Nintendo. It's a really good platformer. No, it's a great game. Great yeah. game. It's not hugely long, as we all know, but I love what I've played so far of it. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, sorry, Luke, man. Go ahead. No, you didn't. I, that was the conversation I wanted to have in many ways because, uh, of course... I, I have not yet had my hands on a PS5. And what consistently goes through my mind about this is I've heard of HD Rumble and Nintendo sold Snake Oil there. Resistance triggers on the Xbox One launch. Uh, the DualShock 4's touchpad. And, and yeah. we've seen a lot of controller gimmicks before. And from everything, it sounds like those who have gone hands-on, no. it, it's not a gimmick. It is a practical thing. And I'm, my hope is that it continues to evolve because everybody thought that VR would be the next evolution of, of interactivity with gaming. And we've been on the verge of VR breaking through for years. There was an article written about that a few months ago and that that's where that headline comes from. And I'm wondering if this maybe isn't it. The part where I think Sony did themselves a disservice uh, or, or maybe maybe Jeff Keighley accidentally did it or not is when you see people blowing into that controller, <laughs> the 3ds has had that and that was dumb. And, and there's a lot of th that feels gimmicky. Whereas it sounds like dual sense is something that's real and it requires you to experience yourself. Yeah. So a couple things on that. So first I, I would agree with you. It's in interesting. You bring up VR uh, as you were talking about that. Cause it made me think, you know, the problem with VR is, or, well, there's a lot of problems with VR, but one of the main ones is accessibility, ease of getting into your game. All, all this conversation so far, we've talked about how fast it was to get set up and playing and get back into your games. And VR just hasn't had that. It's like it's a hassle to set up and configure and get everything done and be ready for it. Um, whereas this, to your point, is more of like taking that experience we love and enhancing it. And I think hopefully that's why it'll be used more. Um, now, and Mo, look, uh, this is the other thing I was going to say. Tell him about blowing the controller. The blowing into the controller thing, I think, is a little gimmicky. And let me explain why. There's a part in, in Astrobot where you have to blow in and spin the fan, right? And so I'm playing the other night. I'm in a party with Mo, just talking to him because we're both playing. And um, I'm, I'm blowing on the controller. It shows you a picture on the screen. Blow on the controller. I'm like, Phew. and the fan would like not move at all. And it, it just kept not working. And I'm like, what in the hell is going on? I couldn't get it to work. I was about to stop playing. Finally, I figured out that all I had to do was make noise into the microphone I had connected and it spun. Huh. So that's kind of like the Wii motes where you could really just shake it. Yeah, exactly. You don't right. have to go so like, bowling all I did was pull my microphone and go, uh, and it spun like instantly. And I finished it. I'm like, well, that's 
you know, that's not what they are. That's not even what they're showing you on the screen. Yeah. Um, but I think what they were, they were trying to mimic it as saying, you know, we'll hear you blowing into it and therefore it'll work. But because I had a headset on to talk to Mo, it wasn't working right. So anyway, otherwise, um, everything else about it, though, is, is really like Joseph said, it's really impressive. Yeah. So so here's the big question, then, gentlemen, having gone hands on, is this something that Microsoft chooses or is forced to adopt halfway through this generation on their refreshes? Good Lord. Yeah, I'll say it. I really hope so, because I, I want this to be supported everywhere, because um, I, I really do think that this is this this is for me um, w- the one of the biggest factors that makes this a next gen feeling thing. Dan, I don't know, man. I mean, it's it depends on, I guess, how cost effective it would be to go through, and then you know. I mean, like like mid gen, no idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I'm sure they could do it. You know, going seven, eight years from now, it'd be no problem because you know you I, like like my feelings on it is like it, it's nice to have because it's not where it's like you know where it's not super gimmicky. It's not hitting you you know upside the head with what it's trying to do. It feels really natural, and it's not like you don't notice it. Because you absolutely do, you know. I think I was playing Spider Man, and I was, uh, you know, he was typing on a computer or something, and then it might every time I did it, you know, every time he clicked his little fingers, I felt it in my, you know, controller, which was really awesome. It, it adds that extra level without taking anything else away, yeah. <clears throat> and it doesn't it doesn't overdo it where it's you know completely ridiculous and and just you know that's what I was my biggest worry. What sorry, excuse me. Um, How dare you? So yeah, <laughs> the monster man. <laughs> it, it was, but I love it, man. I I love yeah. swinging through the the city. Uh, in Spider Man, you can really feel, you know, just it, it's not even that much of a resistance. It's just a little bit, you know, and it it just feels awesome. So Demon, I, I, Demon Souls is like that too. It's like yeah. when you swing and hit someone, there's just a tiny little bit of feel you feel with your your swing. Yeah. If you hit, if you hit someone who has a shield and like deflects it, it's a little bit stronger, and it's yeah. just it's it makes you feel like you're having that impact. And, and to answer like people like, will this be embraced by third party? Of course, wait and see. From what I've understood, um, some of that like if you want to take the easy way out for for the haptic feedback stuff, um, it it goes hand in hand with the sound of the of the tempest sound, what it produces there. From what I'm aware of. Um, so it'll actually, it'll actually make it hopefully a little bit e- easier for devs to utilize the haptic feedback. I, I, I again, I really want this thing to be in in gotcha. all the places. You guys, so you guys think- know if like Valhalla has any kind of implementation on it on the PS5? I never really looked, I and I was kind of curious. I have not played enough to know. Yeah, yeah. uh, Elu makes a good point, and I think he's right. Is if a bunch of third party games utilize the features, well, Xbox will adapt for it. They'll hear it from fans. And I bet they have a new controller that adopts the features. I think so. And I, I think it's weird, right? Because in X in 2013, Xbox highlighted their controller more because of the rumble triggers and what they did, you know, there that Sony wasn't doing. And we saw that it made a difference in games like Forza, um, which I loved as a car racing guy. Um, I loved it, but as as we saw, no one else really used it. And mm. I wonder if it just wasn't a big enough change for for devs to really invest in it whereas maybe dual sense is i don't know uh yeah we'll see time will tell now let me complain for a minute 
Um, just let me get this off my chest because mm. PlayStation cares. spent all this money. They redesigned the control. Well, first of all, I'll eat some more crow first. But then I'll that'll give me room to complain. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Dan can tell you because Dan, Bert, and I were talking when the controller was first shown. Because remember, they showed the controller before the system. Mm-hmm. And when the controller was first shown, and I said, that looks like a $5 GameStop third-party controller. Like, yeah. I thought the controller looked really bad. I've completely 180'd on that. I really like the way it looks in person now. It just it feels like a premium controller. I love it. Now, let me complain. So... The shape is much better, as I said. Feels very comfortable to hold. It just feels nice. The haptics, bar none, everything we just said, I agree with. It's impressed me way more than I thought it would. Why though, do you spend all this marketing and all this time doing all this for your controller, and you leave all the other core things that weren't great the same? Mm. The thumbsticks are the exact same as the DualShock Four. I love my thumbsticks. And maybe that's why, you know, maybe people like them, but I I never care. I'm not even talking about the parallel. We can, that's preference. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to get into it, but I'm just talking about their shallow. They're, they're have almost no concaveness. So your thumb just slips right off of them. I just, I don't care for them. The triggers Mm -hmm. are still the short trigger with just that tiny lip at the back. Like why not, you know, curve it more. Like when we saw this from all the high end third party controllers on the PlayStation four, whether it be the Astro, the Nacon, the Scuff, they made modifications to all these things because that's those were the shortcomings, some of the shortcomings of the DualShock 4. It's just really weird to me that you would spend so much money on design and haptics and then leave the other shortcomings completely the same. I'm going to have something very controversial to say. Go for it. <laughs> I like whatever, all the things you complain about. Yeah. I like better than are <laughs> the, the probably the only things I like more on on PlayStation the Xbox. I actually don't like the triggers on Xbox. Really? Yeah. And I and and really? here's the thing. And got before I get attacked. Before I no, get attacked. I'm attacking you right now. <laughs> we had this talk before. If Luke wanted to, he could kick most of our asses. I think I think it'd be a showdown between Ains and Luke, but I think Ains would may, maybe maybe come out on top of that. But um. I, I think it's just I think it's just because I'm used to like it's the thing I play the most on. So the Xbox triggers just feel tall to me. Okay. Like my fingers stretching out to 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 touch them. But that's, so that's what, the other thing that drives me crazy, and we talked about the clicky D-pad on the uh Series X. The D-pad on the DualShock. I've never cared for the D-pad. Same. It's squishy. It has no good feel to it. And again, it's exactly the same. They yeah. didn't update it. No, yeah, I'll give you that one. <laughs> I got one. All right, I got them to agree yeah. to one. But yeah, I just I, I would have expected they would have put a little more into it. And, and to be fair, being fair, Xbox didn't change really their sticks or you know anything else either. Um, but I, I personally, I think the Xbox was ahead in those regards. But mm-hmm. anyway, otherwise, um, yeah, otherwise the Dual Senses is, is awesome, and I love it, and it's way better than the uh, DualShock Four, no question. Way better, way better. So, um. So let's get to the games. So you touched on a couple things uh, there, Miles Morales. And I know I'm not playing Spider-Man, so I will let uh, Joseph and Dan talk about Spider-Man. Um, I'm playing Demon Souls. Uh, I want to talk about Sackboy, too, um, because I think that may be getting overlooked by some. Um, and then we can touch on Bug Snacks. But I think... From- <laughs> touch on Bug Snacks. We'll, we'll give it a couple of seconds. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, Enrique's here from Brat Man. Next Gen is here. PC Master, get the hell get out, out of here. here with that nonsense. Enrique, I love you. Get out of here. With that nonsense. <laughs> Good to see you, Enrique, man. Um, thank you for that. But anyway, let's touch on the game. So, Joseph, go ahead, man. What yeah. you've been, you kind of touched on already, but give us further thoughts on the game experiences and what you've been liking about it. So um, I, I've done, man, I've, I've, I've put this thing through the ringer, man. So first Astro is a must play. Yes. I'll just say, I'll just state it there. It is, they, they need a full fledged game. I really do think this platformer does go up against Nintendo's and best, I know best uh, pack in game of all time. Yeah. Yeah. I've oh, never wow. been this. I think like if you said, you know, we sports fine, but I really do think that this is something that showcases that what this console can do very well, and it's also just a really fun experience. Um, then after that, I played God of War. Okay, uh, I haven't played that yet on uh, five. I I wanted to see what backwards compatibility feels like, especially the ones that are in sixty uh, FPS. And let me tell you something: I think you're gonna be playing God of War again, guys. That <laughs> feels so. The combat just feels. I don't even know how they did it, but just better than before. Um, even there is like some little, not uh, like adaptive trigger stuff, but like the haptic rumble, you definitely get a sense of where that's going for their first party at the very least. And it feels pretty damn well. So, so far, so good on the backwards compatibility stuff. I can't wait to get my hands on Days Gone. I can't believe I'd ever say that ever again. But mm. yeah, I, I'm hearing nothing but great things. The game that I will beat first, the game that I will platinum first, is Spider-Man Miles Morales. Sure. Um, as everyone knows, Miles Morales means so much to me as a person. So um, seeing him have his own game, and the story is just so, so good. It is it is a perfect continuation and kind of like a stopgap between like the the first game and what will be the true sequel mm-hmm. um and it's really it's really fleshing out who miles is what his struggles are going through and his journey on becoming spider-man um insomniac does a great job at and and i feel like a lot of games do this a lot of media d- do this where they deviate from like you know the comics or the original source material and that's where people give you know a ding or a critique to it's like how could you do this you know type of thing insomniac has a great way of giving spider-man fans that love that tender care that you know that respect for the ip while at the same exact time changing relationships and changing characters up a bit to make it so that you really don't know what's going to happen next. It really does feel like this is, this is an original take on, on, on the characters. Um, I am, I would like to say six to eight hours into the game. I'm about halfway. Okay. Um, I've I've heard what? 12 to 15. Yeah. And so oh, far, really? yeah, I thought it was shorter than that. That's a great thing to hear. Yeah, I, yeah. I think a lot that's of a really encouraging shorter. Thing. But from everyone I'm hearing, it's twelve to fifteen. Yeah, and it's 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 impressive. Like the ray tracing alone. Uh, this is usually I'm all about performance. So like when I'm playing Demon Souls, that's on performance. Give me the sixty oh, FPS. Yeah, here I'm choosing uh, fidelity. Yeah, so fidelity I could get that. Yeah, so I could get that ray tracing. It's just the lighting, the ray tracing, everything about this. It just, it's, it's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. I, 
I am thoroughly impressed with what PlayStation has presented us at launch when it comes to software. I'm I'm really digging it. That's fantastic, man. So Dan, I know go now, for it, Luke. No, no, no. He's talked enough. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the only the thing that I wanted to point out because you guys are having this great discussion is that to, to Joe's point, what PlayStation has presented yep. at launch in terms of software, it's interesting to me because I agree. In my, I genuinely agree with Joe. Like in my mind, Miles is a PS5 game. That is the only reason I'm I worried about buying it now because I want God of War 2 and I want Spider Man. But like, oh, Miles is now. I want it now. That's a PS4 game as well. It's not the same experience, yeah. but it's on yes. PS4. And nearly everything at launch for both systems is available right. on last gen and now current gen. But PlayStation's done an incredible job at marketing this software as next gen. Demon's Souls is a PS3 game. No, nah, they've marketed this as a PS5 game. Yeah. They've, this Miles is a PS4 game. They've marketed it as five. And, and the experiences are different. And you can look at the same thing like, Xbox, the, the argument of, of Xbox has no launch things. If you're new to that ecosystem, all of Game Pass, all of EA Play, massively huge titles there. But it doesn't feel special, whereas PlayStation's feels special. Yeah. And it's that's just it. I just wanted to point that out as you guys continue your PlayStation discussion. No, it's it's true though. Like they've done a valid, great job right? of marketing. And I, I think that's why when they announced these games, Miles uh in particular, they marketed it as a PS5 game. PS4 wasn't even mentioned, and we've—I think we talk, all of us have talked about that extensively. Of that was kind of shady, right? Yeah. But what did that result in? It's known as a PS5 experience now. People aren't even talking about it on PS4. Like my brother, when he was begging me for the PlayStation Five, he's like, "Come on, man, I need Spider-Man." I'm like, "Yeah, but you can play it on PS4." And he's just like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, but I want to experience." <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know? It's just uh, it's. We we say it all the time. Dan and I say it all the time. So they're just the masters of marketing. They're the, they're the kings at it. And, it, and the one last thing I, I will say is they really have three games that highlight what PlayStation is going to be about or what this next gen is. Like Astro Bot is all about the dual sense. That's the showcase for that controller. Yep. Spider-Man is the showcase for ray tracing. And then Demon's Souls is the showcase for global illumination and that type of sound. And they have a perfect trifecta there of you could throw any of those three games with each other in a montage in a commercial and people are going to get it. You know? Yeah, that's fair. So, Dan, I know, uh, obviously, Spider-Man, huge for you as well. Um, how, how you feeling pretty similar about Miles as uh, Joseph is? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it, it's not, you know, it's obviously from, you know, it, it's using the original games engine. It's 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 you have to make these changes meaningful um you know and and what they do instead of bringing different you know gameplay aspects necessarily is the character is so different from the original spider-man like so different between you know from from just who he is you know how they tackle who he is to the powers that he has i mean just completely it, it's it's one side of the coin and the other, you know, there's no, nothing like, you know, it, it's, it's amazing. And I really wanted to go back and play. And I did some of the remaster and it's awesome. And I'm playing in actually performance mode, which, you know, but I did try the fidelity mode. It looks amazing. Amazing. Um, I'm loving it. 
it's 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 one of those games where it's going to be it's going to have you know that's going to be a platinum for sure for me you know i'm definitely getting that i'm probably going to get it on the remastered version of the original game too um because i love spider-man so much so uh i'm ready to you know get that knocked out and you know it's when you see i'm not from new york so and and i don't so i don't know you know all this stuff. It seems like they went a little bit deeper with, you know, the the story and the environment and, you know, kind of tying everything together a lot better. But it's also you know a lot shorter, so they're able to do that, I think, and and make it more compact and a little bit more meaningful. So far, I'm loving it. the The Spider Verse outfit with the power on it when you're, it's nuts. And then the, when you fight, there's another part of it where you fight and you, you know, you're hitting people and it's like kablam, you know, it's got the thing that pops up and it's so cool. Now it doesn't really do anything except for that, obviously, but you know, it's really not, I don't know how to say it. It's not, it's not, it doesn't really help you out in the long run. It's just more for, you know, dramatics and it's, but it's amazing. Um, short of that one, I think, I don't think I played much else, man. I mean, it's been Basically, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Bug Snacks, obviously, and then a little bit of Ghosts. Well, how does um, how does Bug Snacks? Real talk. How does Bug Snacks? Because everybody's like, "Oh, it looks like a PS2 game." Yes, that's what they're going yes. for. But like, uh, what what does the game do differently? I, I mean, I I got to play a little bit beforehand on PS4. So how do, how does this game utilize the Dual Sense? If you haven't played it on PS4, I haven't strictly. gotten far enough into it to give you a like a like a hardcore answer it's it's you know you you feel it right like there's there's moments and that's what i kind of like about it it's like you know it it, there it's kind of hard to explain what it's doing but you know it's there Mm. which is how it should be with most things you know you want things to be you know you don't want things to kind of you know you want to be subtle i guess is what i'm trying to for it's you know for me anyway i don't need something that's constantly shaking and you know it it would drive me nuts yeah so you got to find that sweet spot somewhere. Because um, I'll say, as much like shit as we give bug snacks, I think the internet at large, it's a really charming ass game. It like, is. It, it, like, I, I, I wasn't really expecting much. You know, I, 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 I kind of meme it all the time, but it's, it's, it's actually really kind of fun, you know, for the, the time I've played with it so far. You know, it's, it's, it's got some, you know, kind of cheeky humor, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it's not it's not game of the year stuff, but you know what? For a game that you know I don't have to pay for. Don't yeah. say it's free. That's not a factor. It's free. <laughs> but like it is it is Pokemon Snap. And like yes. you know, for for the characters themselves as well, like the voice actors, the, the list is long mm-hmm. with the talent that they have. And they um, do a really great job at, you know, emitting emotion to these weird looking like humanoids. And like, honestly, it sounds like if you're four, yeah, sure. It's charming. My co-host <laughs> Kyle loves the shit out of this game. Yeah. He's been playing it with his nieces. Okay. They're just like, and they're all just like, the nieces are just having fun with it. They're like yeah. mocking the little characters on screen and having like a good fun time. Like that's, that's what, that's that's the thing about this game. It is it is charming. It is really it really is. If you miss Pokemon Snap, it's that's probably much the game for you. Yeah. I played it for fifteen or twenty minutes, and uh, and yeah, that's that's pretty much what it is. So 
to Dan's point, the fact that Sony made this part of PS Plus was a very smart idea. Because I don't know what this game does otherwise. No. Uh, but, you know, it's okay. Um, no so, so Luke, because, you know, you don't have this, I feel kind of bad that you can't touch on uh, this stuff. What do you? What game are you buying? Is it just Spider-Man as your go-to? Are you buying other games with it? Um, Kind of like Joe, where Joe's Joe plays everything, but his beat is PlayStation. I play everything, but my beat is, is Xbox. Um, I'm buying my PlayStation 5 because... Without a doubt, Sony does the absolute best in the business right now at single player IP. They just they're unrivaled in, in that respect. So Miles is is my day one must play game. Um, God of War to me is the best game calm ever down. made. All right, calm down. And <laughs> God of War, then Witcher, Whoa. then Breath. Uh, All right, we're we don't have time to get into that. <laughs> right. um, you know, so I. I'm there for the investment, right? That's when you, that's nobody should buy a console for one game or $500 system for one game. And that's it in, in my opinion. And I feel it should be an investment. So I'm investing and I'm day one, Miles Morales. Cool. Uh, stoked for that. And looking forward to those continued IP uh, that, they, that they bring to us. My main console will likely remain Xbox because of the value of Game Pass. I, I feel that's popular. <laughs> I love Gears and Halo. They are my they are my franchise. They, they, to me, they speak to me the most. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it. I, I could not be more happy about this generation because there is a clear reason to have all three of the major players. Nintendo has done. Very little to sway me in recent years, but they did something special with the Switch, and they're bringing good software that was left behind from Wii U. Xbox is just doing services out the wazoo, and they're nailing it with an ecosystem uh, that is just incredible. And Sony's IP—they just are creating great stuff with their with their friend with their studios. So there's a reason to have them all. And uh, man, we are so lucky, so fortunate. Yeah. 100%. And luckily, Hassan corrected your list a little bit by throwing this out there. So. Let me see what he say. Red Dead 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tom, I mean, we, we deviate. I mean, I mean if I like happen. boring games, no, real talk. Red Dead 1 is, is up like it's probably on my top five. Red Dead 1, I like, of all time. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, like, it, Red Dead 2 came out, and I'm like, I was all in. Like, I bought all the things for it. Like, Red Dead Redemption, do the Western voice right here, right now. <laughs> yeah. My God, I love a good Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead 2 is just drags, and it's just cliche after Western. Oh my God. Like, I'm just sitting I'm here. I'm here. I'm, here. I, I'm, here. I'm, I'm literally, I'm hurting. I, I, I know. My right arm just went numb. I think I may be having a problem. <laughs> and, and, and this is something that we, uh, you, they forgot to make the game fun. Come and, on. Uh, you know. Come on now. It's the best thing. <laughs> the world, the world's gorgeous. And anytime I could go like at night uh, into a forest and like burn a whole bunch of Ku Klux Klan uh, douchebags <laughs> in a forest, I you know, I'll do that all day. If that if that was the crux of the game, 15 out of, you know, nine, the best thing I've ever experienced. You, you gotta give it credit for being what it is, right? Though it's it's, it's <laughs> it was like as a technological like just showcase, it's amazing. Oh yeah, right. And and it's I love the story part of it. Sure. Yeah, you guys are, I mean, there's a there's parts where you're just like, damn man, 
Yeah, and like the beginning and the middle. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. We're moving on. Can we got I'm, wait, I'm muting Luke there. He's muted. He can't talk anymore. Anyway, why the hell did I bring up Red Dead 2? Jesus. All right. Goes to All right. Song. <laughs> so, um, Demon Souls, let me talk about it real quick. Demon Souls. Um, easily one of the uh, most impressive looking games I've ever seen in my life. Um, easily. It is absolutely stunning. What they've done with this remake, as usual, Blue Point, the Masters, um, they've crushed this. And I went back this morning and played a little bit. Just, you know, I, I'm doing a stream series of it. So I, I do that with the viewers, meaning I don't advance the story unless I'm streaming. Um, but I went around just grinding and running around today just to see some things. And it is just shockingly gorgeous. And it is so smooth. I know a lot of the complaints with Souls games over the years have been that they feel kind of janky, they feel kind of clunky, and they have because that engine is dated, and you know you kind of deal with it and you put up with it. Uh, I think Bloodborne got us the closest to a, a fast-moving Soulsborne type game. This game, it feels like it's definitely a Souls game, but it's so smooth thanks to the experience and the new hardware that it, it feels like a modern action game now. Yeah, And so I definitely suggest to people, if you've never liked the Souls game, it's not easy. It's still very challenging. You can still die in one hit quickly. But you won't fight the controls as much as you have before. It just feels so good to play. As um, as a Bloodborne it. guy, yeah. Um, like I've heard the oh, story. I right, right, right. Yeah, I like I love a good from from game. Yeah, uh, I don't beat them all, <laughs> but I love them. I appreciate them. Yeah. So, like as a person who has platinum Bloodborne, if you have I have the evidence. I'll show you. Um, the one thing that I hear about Demon Souls is it's slower. It is. It is. Um, like there's more weight to your character, so you really have to plan out it's things. Game versus Bloodborne for sure. Yeah, and so like I felt that. Like I really did feel like they. They didn't mess around with this game. They just made the necessary improvements needed to make it feel like a modern game. But again, like the core ingredients there are the same, which I really dug. They need to purchase Blue Point. Let's skip the song and dance. Let's yeah. just go for it, guys. The point is, you know? they're incredible. And if you didn't see, Digital Foundry has a one-hour-long uh, episode this week on Demon Souls with the creative director and one of the leads on the game. And uh, really, they go into some details. It's, if you're a geek and love that techie stuff, watch it. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, so Machine Gun Mike in the house. What's up, man? Cool kill says Demon Souls is amazing. Get it, everyone. He is 100% correct. So yeah. game up. Uh, let me talk about Sackboy. Everyone ignoring my boy. He's hanging out right up here in his tiger outfit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, don't sleep on this game. I know it's a PS4 game. I know it's cutesy. Um, if you think Bug Snacks is worth playing, throw that thing in the trash in the bushes and go play Sackboy, okay? Because Sackboy is a much, much better game. Yeah. Um, if you like 3D platformers, if you like if you like the little big planet games and kind of that charm they had, you know, with the sense of humor and goofiness, um, and the the cutouts of just the worlds, right? Being like cardboard and characters and just there's so much to it more than I thought there was going to be. And it is so fun and charming so far. So uh, I'm really, really enjoying it. Definitely give it a look. Don't sleep on it if you like well, platforming. If, like, because uh, Cool said, asked in the chat, never played a little big plant game. Neither have I. I've played okay. like literally five minutes. Okay. To me, it kind of reminds me of like Mario 3D World, the yeah. 3DS game. 
that's 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 more like it. So yeah. let's take Sackboy and the charm of the little big planet. And what I mean by that is it's it's got a cheeky sense of humor. Um, the characters are kind of cutesy, but it's not. Um, I don't know how to. It's cutesy, but not in a dumb way, like bug snacks, right? Like it's it's. <laughs> um, but whereas Little Big Planet was a side-scrolling platformer with a create feature, so you you would have to create things as you were playing. Like if you need a ramp here, you have to put the ramp there and and do it. This is just a straight 3D platforming game, like Super Mario 3D World. It's got a hub world, and then there's levels, you know, that you go through, and in each level, there's all kinds of cool things to do and, and secrets to uncover. And, you know, it's like any other 3D platforming game. You've got five things you have to get per level and there's coins and bells and bells. You can outfit your sack boy, looking all kinds of ridiculous and different outfits and stuff. And it's just really fun. And I haven't tried it yet, but it has four player co-op. So Ooh, you can, um, you can have friends play together too. We'll get together on a Xbox chat. Apparently this, uh, and, uh, jump onto some co-op sack boy i haven't played it yet i got it sitting there oh you bought it okay i didn't know you yeah, bought I, it. I got it yeah i did i got it digitally because you know okay. that's the way you know you go when you have an only digital console yeah. right. Yeah, so that's right that's right let's do this yeah. Um, I I I um I'm booting it up right now because I want to see I, I totally forgot there's a ghost of Tsushima skin in yep. it yeah so I'm I using wanna, it and yeah. the best part is um, so to sorry, Cool Kill also asked no create feature, and no, it's it's a 3D platformer. Through yeah, through. No, yeah, yeah. Um, so I have the special edition, as you can see, with him. Um, but I got the Jin skin, the uh, Sam skin from Death Stranding. You get the guy from uh, I forget his name from um, the cool thing while you think of that, Brian Deckard, whatever the hell his name is. You get Days Gone guy, um, yeah, you can say John. Not Horizon. God damn! What is it called? Detroit. Detroit. Detroit become human. You get that guy too. But anyway, what I was going to say, Joseph, sorry, is that you can use that outfit, but then you can still customize pieces of it. So I literally have a sack boy that's got a punk rocker hair, uh, samurai armor with a sword, and like it just looks ridiculous. Like, yeah. and you can you can play around with it. It's really fun. I just I just saw the gin skin. I am so in. A, I I really can't wait to play this game. This one's kind of like the icing after I'm done with everything else. Sure. But yeah, the, the the great thing about uh like the the skins is the attention to detail for yeah. each of them. Like the Sam Porter skin, uh, you actually have a BB, but it is in the little big planet style. So you have a little a little big planet uh or Sackboy BB. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look at this. Look at this, guys. I mean, if you didn't need <laughs> if you weren't sold on this game enough, yeah, I know it's awesome. I'm telling you. And you can actually make him like grimace and do sword attacks and stuff. Yeah, it's fun. He's using the sword. He's yep. using the sword. Oh my goodness gracious. What it's a fun. game. Um before I forget, because we, we jumped over and I wanted to talk about it real quick, is the UI. So PlayStation pushed forward with a new UI. Um, you know, they they promoted this. So far, my impressions, and I'll hear you guys real quick too. We don't have to stay on it, but um, it's beautiful. I love the 4K UI debate on 1080p 4k all you want it looks good um i like that they've um added a lot of things that i liked about xbox so like if i'm if i have a game there i can the the trophy list is right here it shows you like as you're playing games you can quickly see what trophies you're close to getting um now when you hit the the ps button when you're in a game it pulls up at the bottom a little quick menu right which is pretty much like the xbox slide out to where you can get to your friends and parties and music and everything. So I really like where they're going with it. 
um, and what they've done with it. There are a few hiccups I've had that have annoyed me and a few shortcomings that I would call out. So I was playing the other night with Mo and uh, Hassan, actually, and we just want to get into a party, which anyone who plays Xbox, you guys play Sea of Thieves all the time. You, you literally tab, friend, hit X, you're in a party. It's, it's like three seconds. Yeah. On PS, it's like go, friends, like add to party, and then it's got this weird menu, and it says added to party on someone but they're not in the party they then have to accept and like it it you'll see what i mean when you use it it's hard uh, to explain it's just clunky yeah and, they i think they wanted to do something that's based off community so like here you could create a party and then invite people to said party and they join it and that's just forever there that it's kind of like they kind of want like a little mini i, I like i pitch me yeah, I see what you mean. But it's it's clunky when you're just trying to jump into chats with someone. We were literally playing different games, just wanted to talk, and it took us like five minutes to figure out even how to just talk, Yeah, uh, which you shouldn't do, right? Um, but one of the really nice things I bitched about Xbox on the streaming, this new create feature on the PS5 works really well. So if you just tap the create button now, uh, it pulls up a sub menu, and you can do screenshots, videos, but then you have broadcasts right there too. And you can broadcast to Twitch. And unlike on Xbox, it's an actual integration where you can put the chat and you can put comments and you can put other things on your screen. And it's all done real time as if you were yeah. actually freaking streaming. So I give them credit for at least integrating that properly. And the cool thing is when you hit the create button, everything's still going live. But you can actually go back to the last 15 things that you've you've created. And it's all seamless. So like... I'm playing, like, I'm on the home screen right now, but I'm just, like, sifting through all the stuff, and everything just starts immediately. Like, yeah. all my videos are just playing immediately once I click uh, R1. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. It's a much better integration than PS4, for right. sure. I think they just, I hope they iterate on it a little bit um, and continue to improve it. But overall, I definitely like it. Mm -hmm. So let me get Pompa's super chat here. Although you demoted my value. Yeah, this is $4 Pompa now, just for everyone. Make sure you're aware. Still get the full amount. Luke and Joe are always awesome guests. Sadly, work is keeping me away. No worries, man. Everyone no, understands. Plasma just moved them down to two bucks. Well, Ooh, last night, geez, playing Tetris, man. me, him, and we didn't touch on this game either on Xbox, but me, Pompa, and Hassan were playing Tetris Connected in multiplayer on Xbox last night. And uh, it's incredible, by the way. If you haven't played Tetris Connect, play it. Oh, yeah. Uh, but the three-player, you play three players against the AI, and it's hilarious. It's really good fun. And um, But Pompa was just, he was failing badly, and so he was quickly getting demoted. He got the 99 cents last night. Oh. Um, but he earned it back, and then really Hassan was the one failing us by the end of the night. So, But we don't have to stay on that. That's because of all this bug snacks slander. <laughs> 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 so uh last thoughts guys we talked about i did not expect us to spend this much time on just our ps5 and xbox series x or some other things i want to touch on quickly but last thoughts on what we have so far series x ps5 anything else you want to mention or forgot i'll just say when it comes to the ui it's it is what i've wanted the improvements i've wanted out of the playstation 4 so like yeah, yeah like the control center is awesome and knowing that i get to customize it to what i want and how simple everything is just there um is a huge plus the other thing as well um which we didn't see until the release day is the media portion of yeah. the playstation 5 is incredibly fast that's a relief and it is 
it's reminiscent to an Apple TV where it shows you all the main apps, like your, you know, Disney Plus, Netflix, Hulu, and then it'll give you tabs below of like the most popular things on Netflix, the most popular things on Disney Plus, Hulu, Apple TV. It's, it's really nice. Um, I feel like at the end of the day, when it comes to either of these two consoles, they're treating their fans right and, and yep. they're listening to them more importantly. 100%. And Luke, I know you're about to set up your PS5, but just like Xbox One in 2013, I don't know why they did it, but default on the PS5, it actually makes videos of your achievements and certain gameplay captures of while you're playing. You can turn it off in the settings. You should do that because it's obnoxious. Like I went into my media and I had like 30 videos already. I'm like, what is going really? on? Yeah. See, I, I like that. It's not like they have hard drives. That's what I mean. Like, why are you doing this? You know? So I would like I would like an option for them to go, okay, media goes on my external. Then I would really like that. Or like those little moments go on the cloud. Because I do like the idea because yeah. with PlayStation 4, when you earn a trophy, it gives you a weird snapshot. Yes. And uh, and so picture and sometimes does a video. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. So this one I do I do I actually do like the little media stuff it gives you. You know, you, you mentioned external, Joe, and I am so I was so disgusted by the sound of my external hard drive spinning up uh, after I had my Series <laughs> X that I was like, no, no, I don't need your extra terabytes. And I'm just like, I'm making I want do with that. I want, I want to know this is lesser yeah, than. That's right. So it's now it's now like in a cubby, just hiding. Like I will not spin or make noise. No hums or anything. No. That's right. No, I, I, I mean, the UI to me, and we kind of talked about it yesterday, but it, it, it's, I think we want, for me, backwards, not because it's not, it's gorgeous, fun to look at, it's got all kinds of different things. I don't need all that garbage. Get me to my games as fast as possible. That's all I want. You got to be more social, man. No. You got to get you out of your bubble. I love my bubble. <laughs> smells amazing, and I don't have to talk to anyone. So, like, 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 if you go to, if you, I mean, that, that's not even like a social thing. It's just, I go to say, you know, my games. I launch my PS4. I've got three folders with different types of games. Yeah. Boom, 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 done. I'm, I'm in my game. That's what I'm there for. I'm not there to, you know, check out my tabs and my, my cool, whatever. I mean, I, I miss the themes already because I miss my Tifa theme. But you know, it is what it is. I'll take it. You know, maybe eventually they'll come back with them. Um, sure, that man. It's there's nothing wrong with these things. I just want to be playing all the time. Yeah, yeah. that's the biggest thing. I think that's the biggest summary here is, uh, and I think Diego said it a while ago in in the chat is that I feel after this week that um, both of these systems. I so let me phrase it this way: I, there's not a single large complaint I could even try to find with either of these systems. Mm -hmm. uh, we've made jokes about the PS5 size and we've made jokes about, you know, yeah, I would have loved Halo Infinite to be there, of course. And But when you just look at what we're getting here from a hardware perspective for the price, what they're delivering in terms of system, speed, performance, UI, capability, the dual sense, um, it's absolutely incredible. And, you know, all these other little niggling things we've we've talked about they're just going to keep working on it and refining it. And it's just, this is, I feel like it's, I really do feel after gaming for nearly 40 years now, um, which dates me a bit. Um, <laughs> but I really feel like this is the, and I mean this genuinely, this is the best time 
in history to be a gamer. Yeah. It just feels that way. There's two, there's so many options and so many good things and so many games. It's just absolutely incredible. I, I freaking love it. Yeah. Right there with you. Right there with you. Hmm. Agreed. There is a reason to have every single one. <laughs> That's weird. The audience keeps chiming in here. I'm sorry. Between my dog and this audience, that is just strange. You too, man. I, you too. Dude, honest, and it's weird because after all <laughs> the parents, get him out of here. For him, I'm know? gonna mute him. I'll mute him, Luke. I'll mute him. Thank He's you. done. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. <laughs> Go ahead, Luke. Speak your mind. Oh, Joe sucks. That was it. That was, that was, that was all it was. Uh, it's oh, working man. just as we planned, Ains. I know, I know. It's all coming together. Yeah. <laughs> but no, these these are fantastic systems. Um, love it. Love it. So we talked much longer on all those pieces than I planned in my kind of template that I make for the podcast here. So we'll we'll keep this shorter. Um, so let's maybe spend five, ten minutes tops on each of these aspects. But looking at 2021. We'll start with Xbox again. We have um, Phil Spencer has mentioned, obviously, new IPs are the core thing for Xbox, right? We've got to get, not we, but they've got to get some new IPs out, which is with all these studios we've been hearing about it, games, 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 they've got to get some out. He mentioned recently Initiatives game, and he mentioned Compulsions game, which is one I've been kind of talking about for a while. I think we will see Compulsions game next year. Um, We now have uh, Medium coming January 28th for what, you know, that's a smaller title, but whatever. Um, and then Halo Infinite. So I firmly believe that Halo Infinite will launch in late spring, early summer. I do not think they wait till the holiday season or fall to launch Halo Infinite. I think they're going to go Halo late spring, early summer, and then they're going to go new IP um, and probably several other corresponding games in the fall for their big holiday rush. That's me personally. Where are you guys on? Uh, oh, one other thing, real quick too. We just heard yesterday that for the game for the Xbox Series consoles X and S worldwide, it's the biggest launch ever for Xbox. Mm-hmm. So they sold more consoles at launch than they ever sold before, and the attach rate for Game Pass subscribers to these consoles is seventy percent. So seventy percent of people buying a Series console are a Game Pass subscriber as well. Now, a lot of that, I think, could be due to early adopters, right? People like yeah. us, we're, we're going to be Game Pass people. Um, but it just speaks to other things we've talked about in the past of where Xbox's focus is, right? Um, so anyway, Xbox 2021, the questions are, what do you really want to see out of them? I mean, the games is the obvious answer, but what would you specifically like to see in 2021? Where do you think they're going to go? And Halo Infinite, where do you think it lands? Uh, Luke, I'll start with you, man. Halo Infinite lands in summer or later. Um, okay. I don't think you see it any sooner than that. And if if their software lineup is strong next year, it's in summer. If it's weak, it's in holiday. Um, yeah. and, the, and and I would say that that's they need a Halo Infinite to land. It has to stick the landing. I cannot think of a time in Xbox history where uh, Halo was more important than it now is in its Fair. current state. Uh, for it to be, you know, because it will be lost if, if this one doesn't land, it, it is lost. Um, and it will need to go on even longer hiatus than the five-year span it took in the last one. Um, as far as what I, I expect to see kind of in this next year or so, uh, continued sellout, specifically of the Xbox Series S. That, get, that system is a monster for $300. 
and it is a monster moneymaker for them because it's all digital. It pushes the Game Pass uh, element. Game Pass remains and will be the killer app. My fear is that Game Pass prices will rise, and I hope that does not happen in 2021. Uh, they can add the value all they want throughout this entire year. I mean, they've added EA Play. They've added perks for Disney+. Plus. The perks are great for, for uh, Game Pass Ultimate members. But 15 bucks is the max, and it should not go higher. I think it will, but I don't think it should. Um, it will be sold out for, for some time, uh, to say the least. We will see new IP. I think we'll also see a studio acquisition. Now, studio acquisitions to me are far less exciting than they were two, three years ago, because now it's time to start seeing uh, uh, the first seeds bear fruit, right? It's time to start seeing more of those exclusive things, our world's Great, great stuff. There's a lot of stuff coming out of Xbox yeah. Game Studios, but we need the exclusive things to give people the reason, the game reason to buy an Xbox. Ecosystem is there. Services are there. Great hardware there. But we've had ecosystem and hardware in the Xbox One generation. The, the One S and the One X, great systems. Great systems. Ecosystem yeah. improving all the time. You need a game. And you need a game that is on the level of Miles, on the level of God of War, on the level of Horizon, that people rush out to try and find this system. That's what you need. So I think that we will we will see a bit of that in 2021. 2022 and, and beyond, I think, is Xbox's time. Mm -hmm. uh, re really and truly, I think we're in the early stages of this generation for both, both consoles. I think the size of the PS5 will hold it back a little bit uh, in terms of adoption. I'm not, I'm not knocking. I'm saying that in terms of like people talking about it, right. That it'll come up regularly, but uh, bottom line, I, I see 2021 as a great year for Xbox. If they can get their software moving well, and it sounds like they've moved everything to teams and drop boxes and, and they're doing great with uh, development now, whereas it was a struggle a year ago. Yeah, and we also, if you're not aware, and we won't get into the tech, but you know, developing on the new hardware is also a change for their, um, you know, for the developers themselves. The services and the APIs and stuff that connect to, uh, I believe, GameCore, right, are uh, are slightly different. Whereas PlayStation's done a better job uh, streamlining that from PS4 to PS5, which is a whole different topic we don't have time to get into. But Joseph, for you, man, um, you know, being the PlayStation guy, which we always joke about, you're all both, but yeah. focus on PlayStation. What what do you want to see from Xbox in 2021? I got two things. One, I would love for Phil Spencer to come out on stage, whether it's virtual or, you know, real stage, and just go, hey, guys, just me, Phil, speaking to you, the fans. And just lean in and I'm like, Luke sucks, right? <laughs> Wait, he just <laughs> that skateboard. When I signed that skateboard, you know, way back when it was out of pity. You know, it was just out of pity, and I regret it every day. No. Relentless, Luke. Relentless. <laughs> anyway. So... It takes a fragile mind, a weak ego, you know, to keep sending these insults, uh -uh, you know. Uh -uh. These hands uh, are huge. He what wants you, you to be angry. He, no. This guy doesn't shut want... up, does he? <laughs> yeah, you I want shut you to up, be man. No, I would never in my life. So here's the thing. Uh, what I would like to actually see from Microsoft is I think what, what Luke's – I'm going to echo what Luke said. Now you showed us this box. It's awesome. You showed us these services. They're amazing. Now you got to sh shut up and show us games. And I think what Microsoft needs to learn more than ever, and I think they definitely, I hope, learned their lesson with Halo Infinite is – 
stop showing us stuff unless you know you have a release date in mind or a release window in mind. You can't do what we did with Infinite, which was keep teasing after teasing after teasing after teasing and then delay and then or show it off and people going, all right, uh, you know, not being as much as I loved Infinite gameplay. Um, I, I I thought it was great. They they need to wow us. And and not just me, but everybody out there. So I think whatever they, they're showing here now needs to show why you need an Xbox Series X or, or why you just need to be a part of the ecosystem. Yes. Um, and I think that's what they, they need to do. And I'm hoping that they will do because I think the most important thing is like, yeah, you could buy a Bethesda. But if you keep on making Rise Son of Rums, which, gang, sorry, it's, they're not great. People are not going to tune into you. Right, Dan. I'm on. I'm bored with you, man. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, good, good. So that's what I. That's what I need. I, I want them to to hit on the same level. I want to look at those games the same way I look at my PlayStation first party games. So yeah. that's what I want out of my. Yeah, Show me the games. Uh, nobody's alone in that, right? We've all been echoing that for some time. Um, yeah. It is time. So, Dan, you have anything to add? No. That's literally it. Halo yeah. cannot be Sea of Thieves when it launches. Yes. Right, if you're going to go that route, it needs to be Halo. That's it. And short of that, bring me the rest of the games. I want that Game Pass subscription to not only be, you know, I, I want the value to go up. That's what yeah. I want. You know, I, I, I get a lot of stuff out of it. And I've, I've, we've talked about it before. I get, I've gotten my, you know, my time with it, especially considering what I paid up until this point and still into like 2022. So, but I still want it to go up because everybody wants more stuff. What, what, what's going to make it more valuable than where did you mean in terms of, in like, terms of content? Like, like I don't, I, I don't play a lot of indie games. I don't play, you know, and if it's a third party game, say like doom or something, which, well, not anymore, but before when it came out, I already bought it. Right. You know, I don't, I don't, or red dead redemption two. I'm going to buy that day one. Those big tri- or third party games. You know, if 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 uh, Valhalla comes to Game Pass mm-hmm. in a year, that's mm-hmm. great for somebody that doesn't that hasn't played it. But I buy all my third party games. I don't really care if like third party comes to it. It would be huge if it came day and date. Fantastic, but they don't. So you know, you can throw as many indie games as you want at me. None of them are going to stick, or very rarely. Like like was that Carrion, or is that was was that that one? Yeah. But that every once in a while you kind of pick stuff out. But like Sea of Thieves. Got my money's worth, you know. Then they've got State of Decay 2. I bought that because I wanted the special edition of it. <clears throat> you know, Forza, again, I wanted the special edition. You know, I did get some, you know, some stuff out of Gears. I want those first party games. Yeah. Once those start hitting, I'm gonna be fine. And I know they're coming. So uh, yeah, I'm a patient man, mostly. Maybe not. I, I thought <laughs> you meant like you wanted more movie subscriptions and this. No, and I was like, it's already got too much. Don't give Dan hypotheticals. No. Don't do it. <laughs> Terrible idea. Hypothetically, no. if you keep your system <laughs> horizontal. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We no all know one that. would do that. That's no, not even it's, it's, it's everything else, like the perks and stuff. Like most of those I'm never going to use because it's, you know, every once yeah. in a while you get a nice see if these thing thrown in there, you know, or, you know, like some Spotify something. What inevitably happens with that is that I – make a whole new account to get free six months of something. And then I forget I have it. And then I get charged all of a sudden. I'm like, Hey, what the hell is this? Oh yeah. I signed up for 15 Spotify accounts. Cause I got six months free on all these things. I keep forgetting what I have. So it, it's, you know, 
fine. You know, yeah. it, it's it's that's I want the games now. So, I was Bring gonna say so. This was a very long and long winded way to say games. games on Game Pass. Like good first party, not crackdown threes. I don't need any more of those. I need big ones like Halo. Do that, Luke? Yeah. No crackdown threes. No, it no. was on. Mute them. Mute them. Mute them. them. <laughs> so I, there's a lot of. I'm going to be confident here, and I'm going to just, you know, take a sip. Um, there's there's a lot of slander going on with Halo Infinite nowadays across many podcasts I'm on. I'm not enjoying it, and I can't wait. I can't wait till it comes out, and with that free multiplayer, hits like 20 million players, and it's going to shut everyone the F up. Yep. I can't wait. I'm going to be one of the not 20 million. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Uh, I have hope. But yeah, for, as far as time, I'm kind of probably closer to Luke. You know, it's, I think it's going to be later. Summer or later. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Cool. So let's talk PlayStation. So PlayStation's outlook for 2021 is already really strong. And it, it's just funny. We, you know, you look at these two platforms and we feels like we've been saying the same thing almost for a few years now. It's like Xbox has crushed the hardware and the services. PlayStation's crushing the IPs, and why can't they just both do all of those things? Um, so on PlayStation, we already have, we talked about launch lineup already, but we already have Ratchet & Clank, GT7, um, and supposedly Horizon Forbidden West coming in 2021, confirmed. We now have Deathloop, which is the new game from Arcane, the studio that Xbox now owns. Um, that's coming as a timed exclusive in May, May 21st. That was announced yesterday. Um, and then, of course, they've teased God of War Ragnarok for 2021 as well. So my questions to you guys are, it feels like they're already lined up very well on the software front. And I'm pumped about all of those games, quite frankly, um, especially when you start talking about the big hitters like Horizon and God of War. Um, and for that, you know, whether you are into it or not, Gran Turismo is a worldwide big hitter as well. Um, so. What does Sony need to do in 2021? What do you want to see them do with their platform, with their services, with other things, right? And one question I also want to throw to you guys on release date. Do you actually believe, you're marking your territory right here on BitCast, and we're going to refer to this. Do you believe God of War Ragnarok will launch in 2021? So, Joe, I'll go the other way this time. Joseph, start with mm -hmm. you, man. No way God of War is coming out 2021. <laughs> um, I definitely think... It, also, my mic sound good? Because I had to change it because of... You're fine, dude. You're fine. All right, good. Um, I, think, I think God of War is, gonna, is, is a 2022 game. I definitely think when it comes to the games front, yeah, Sony's fine. I, I'm super excited for Ratchet & Clank. I'm super excited for Returnal and, uh, and Horizon. I now want them to kind of do what Microsoft's been doing. But in a little different approach, I want them to start making some acquisitions, start shaking some hands. Um, rumor is Blue Point that hand's been shook. So let's see what happens. Maybe we'll probably get an announcement in January. Uh, I would love to see my, uh, or PlayStation go out and buy smaller studios, maybe more indie focus, and then giving those those creators a triple A budget, uh, budget or double A budget. Uh, that's what I would like to see from them. And in terms of services their games don't need to be on a game pass service in the in the same way microsoft's do as much as i would love that um but i want to see playstation now have some more robust features 
Um, I would love to see them embrace more of the the backwards compatibility and like the PS2, PS3. I know there's some on PS now right now, but like seeing that highlighted as well as bringing some of the PlayStation 4 games, maybe even that PlayStation 4 collection over to PlayStation now as well. Maybe even just merging the services together, um, making making PlayStation now much more attractive for for people. Because right now, it, yeah, like you know, to echo Dan's statement, uh, it's kind of like times ten here. Is there's really no reason to go out there and purchase PlayStation now? Most no. of those third party games are years old, so like there needs to be a bigger reason to, to get PlayStation now. And I'm hoping that maybe that is, you know, backwards compatibility. It's in the sense of PS3, PS3, PS1, but that's really what I want. I want to, I want them to build that first party portfolio and build up their services. It's funny you mentioned Returnal, right? Cause if I'm not mistaken, that's Housemark. Yeah. Uh, Housemark is a very talented studio that's made some very highly acclaimed games on the PlayStation side and only on the PlayStation side. So you were talking about, you know, building out smaller studios. Housemark seems like a right candidate. And that's what I want. Uh, I, I want Sony to go out and purchase these studios, but do them in a in a in a smarter way of like, hey, we've had relationships with you know um, like Bluepoint, so it makes sense. You know we've had relationships with Housemark, so that definitely makes sense. And go out there, and you know you're going to need a portfolio big enough and as big as Microsoft to compete. Not in a year from now or two years from now, but five years, and especially that ten year mark, you're going to need a huge catalog of things. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call, Dan. Yeah, I mean for PlayStation, I, I've always curious of why they don't embrace that i mean i know i think a lot of it is you know well we're up here right now we we've got this you know large lead but you know and we've i've said it before you you get super comfortable and then things start slipping and it just keeps going back and forth you know generation to generation and it's just super annoying at this point (laughs) you know i mean you see things that are working you know, and it's not necessarily that you have to do it, but you could, and you could do it and make a ton of money. At first, probably not. Even Aaron Greenberg came out and said Game Pass, you know, it really wasn't profitable right up the up front. Now you got 70% of the new console owners that, and I, I would argue is probably higher because I don't know what percentage of that 30% that aren't part of it were, you know, bots buying up a whole bunch of these <laughs> units. So it's probably closer to 75 to 80%, you know, that have access to it because, you know, it, it is, it's, it's, it's a valuable service. I mean, you, you know, it, it is, you get so much for, for what you're paying. And, and I don't want any of these companies to rest on their laurels. I want them to keep pushing forward. And Sony, I need them to keep, you know, continue to make good games, continue to push, the envelope don't get comfortable with where you're at because once that happens then you know you go to crap that, that, that's, killer. yeah it's killer man you gotta you gotta just keep pushing yourself you gotta keep wanting more making it better you know we know you're the market leader we know you you've proven that you can do this stuff continue to do that and continue to not only do that but go farther you know and give us you know god of war next year is going to be that's a tall order, you know, mm-hmm. given the current situation. I don't, 
I, I, I'm going to say it's coming next year, but that's more me wanting it to come. No, no, you got to make a statement. Which one? I'll take it. Yeah, I'll go next year. Okay. I don't think anybody else will either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, but you know, if we get that in Horizon right off the bat, you know, you, you know, I said, you know, you've got to strike when the when the fire's hot. You got to come out swinging, and that would be a huge swing, you know, for them. Yeah. I, I'm still waiting. You know, when we talked about Xbox. You know, they need to match that. You know, and if they get to the point where every, you know, few months you were dropping a big AAA first party game, or even every three months, what it, it's going to be amazing, and it's going to be on Game Pass. Yep. It's going to be even better. You know, and I'll still buy it because I'm stupid. But you know, <laughs> it, 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 it's crazy to me. We're, we're getting so much good stuff right now. Um, there's so much to play. Um, next year looks even better as far as you know a games from a games perspective. If everything pans out like it's supposed to, which you know, yeah. who knows? But I'm, I'm really excited for it, man. And Sony, you know, they can just keep pushing. Don't get complacent. Is what yeah. I want from them. Yeah, I think Carl agrees too. Sony needs to sell the service story. Not concerned about hardware performance. No, I don't think hardware performance is going to be a differentiator. Um, I think they're fine there. But yeah, I think we're we're all saying similar things. Luke, you got anything to add here? It depends on what Ragnarok is. Is it a Miles Morales style game where it's it's We've taken that too. That, that's the in my opinion, that's the only way it release releases in 2021 is if it's an offshoot. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm buying it. I already know I'm buying it. You know, like uh, for sure. Um, that is one of the most delayed games that we've that we've seen before of the, of this past generation. God of War constantly got delayed. So I, I am plus when you add COVID development uh, struggles on top of that, I don't think it's likely that the game comes out in 2021 uh, to say the least. Uh, will it? I don't think so. I, I really don't think so. Uh, I feel like that's a good, a, a good candidate to be delayed all things considered. And we don't know what else is in the future for this next year of PlayStation yeah. five. Um, but we don't need to PlayStation five sold us on legacy uh, they built legacy and we have no reason to doubt that legacy uh, with them. They've got a lot of goodwill that's going to go with them into the next generation and I get credit where due credit where due. So I'm, I'm very keen to watch what else comes of those studios, who they let flex their muscles, who they choose to acquire. I think Joe made good points about that. Um, but yeah, I don't see God of War coming out anytime soon whether it's an offshoot or not. And if it's a full s sequel, it's even further away. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm with you guys. There, there's not a whole lot more. I want of out of PlayStation at the moment. They, they are my IP box, which I think they are for quite a few people, but you know, you guys already touched on the service aspects. I, I, I do want to see them to Dan's point, just continue to push. Don't, don't get complacent with the, we're the global leader. We're the bigger brand globally. So, and we have, you know, these IPs locked down. So therefore, we don't have to worry about X, Y, and Z. You should always worry about every angle. Um, and so, yeah, but I think, just your point about uh, acquiring some smaller studios to supplement too. I mean, let, let's let's call a spade a spade. Sony is not Microsoft. Um, Sony's not going to go out and spend $10 billion on a, on a publishing arm. They're just not, um, you know. Um, but that doesn't mean they don't have capability. I mean... I've said it many times, but buying Insomniac for $239 million is an absolute steal. Yeah. And Insomniac are the, I mean, they're the lead showcase right now. We talked about Miles all through the show. 
and they got Ratchet and Clank coming soon, and they've been teasing Resistance, which please, please bring back Resistance. Um, but uh, yeah, I just think they need to focus a little more on the service front, uh, increase the functionality of their UI. Um, and God damn it, make some new sticks sometime on the dual. <laughs> <laughs> I want the back button attachment. That's what I want in 2021. Give me the back button attachment. I love that thing. Have you tried putting it on? I know it won't fit, but have you tried? Let me see. Where is it? I, I, yeah, it won't fit either, but like, I, I have not tried. You're wrong. If I could find it around here. Yeah, but uh, it surprised me that paddles didn't make their way into next gen systems. Drives me nuts. On either. Yeah, they yeah. would. Just even, even like, you know, like on the, on the Nacon where you have those just two little buttons yeah, or whatever. Man. The Nacon's a thing of beauty. Just, or, or what, even anything because that, that that's my left and right on the d-pad that's all i ever used for and it works perfectly yeah in, mm-hmm. in all my games that's how i had my other that i missed that you know going back to controllers that's yeah. that's a missed opportunity because i think they could have done it easily yeah yeah anyway man uh we usually get to this section i, I don't think uh grinding our gears is uh is needed this week i think this is a week for oh 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 oh, oh luke's ready luke's like uh-uh Joe sucks. I've had oh to play with this kid so much. Are you kidding me? Constantly. <laughs> I was going to shower this kid with compliments. It and he comes in here. Oh, yeah. It's just oh, the worst. Oh, my God. You know? Didn't know how to set up an Xbox. It's just, it, honestly, I don't know. I, I don't even have an articulate way to say it. Slander. Brian's my gay sucks. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, honestly, can I be? Can I be? I got a real one that grinds my gears. First off, besides Luke, just absolutely sucking. Um, it's honestly, people, calm down. <laughs> Every all, all the fanboys today, for the most part, been a very good week. But honest to God, stop. <laughs> like when it comes to the thing that really does grind my gears, is like the the vapor the the vape place or, or Xbox One. Right, where it's like, oh, look, it could yeah. hover a ping pong ball. All that nonsense. People that go out and go smash their Xbox series or their PS5, Ridiculous. you're losers. Yep. And you just, you don't deserve happiness. There you go. <laughs> I, didn't, I'm, did I missed that. What happened? Well, see, this is, this is, this is a, a reason why you stay off of Twitter, Dan. It's yeah. just kind of. Yeah. Uh, yes, there are people smashing Series X's and PlayStation 5's to prove their loyalty to the other brand because people, to Joe's point, are losers. They're not only earning money, but they give that to someone tomorrow. who will enjoy it, right. for God's yeah. sake. You oh, yeah, it. scalpers. Scalpers, guess what? I just hope... <sighs> I don't know that like you're just you're you're having a great day all of a sudden and you're walking around your house and you step on a thumbtack and then you're like <laughs> oh shit this really hurts and then like you you, you kind of try to hobble out and all of a sudden hit by a bus <laughs> seriously <laughs> scalpers are the worst you know they don't wear masks you just know, <laughs> <don't> <laughs> yeah dude real talk there was a person that was like uh, f your feelings and he had like. Uh, at least 40 ps5s he's like yeah, starting at 900 i'm like you sir are losing that's <laughs> a bold move to do too because someone could easily identify who that dude is and where he lives like that was a yes, bold move. yes bomber right in the house right in the house, in the house. Comes crashing right in. The house. take out everyone please yeah. no just him just him family fine and there's <laughs> everybody else nah Oh, no. boy. All right, so apparently we needed the grinding our gear section. Anything yeah, else? Sorry. Scalpers make me that upset. <laughs> we, we actually didn't touch on availability. Now, 
you know, and I don't want to get into it for a long time, but they did talk about both companies talked about, hey, we're making more of these than ever. Availability won't be a problem. Sony came out and said 10 million originally, and then they backed it to seven and Xbox preached the same, right? Um, you, you, they're hard to get. <laughs> they're, they're, you're not walking into a store and getting one. And Sony even came out and said, you can't walk into a store and get one. It's online only. Um, so it is, I, I personally thought or didn't think they would be this hard to find, but man, the market for these consoles right now is, is crazy. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. To your point, yeah. aftermarket, they're going for a thousand plus. And honestly, like a part of me, like that sucks because scalpers are going to have a field day. Yeah. The other part of me is like, nobody should be stepping inside a GameStop on Black Friday to, for a chance to have a Xbox. Like it's yeah. like, from what I heard, it's, it's two per, per store. It's wow. not worth it, man. Not worth yeah. it. So yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, uh, yeah, I don't have anything else. I, I, I was just going to say, you kind of touched on Joe. So these people that are trying, you see in like videos of people having issues, um, someone having an issue with their new console is not something to celebrate because you don't like that console, right? That's like, we all have waited for these things for months and months and months. We all are passionate about gaming and love them. I had a scare with my PS5 this morning, right? If, if that failed, and someone made fun of it saying, oh, PlayStation suck Again, you're just a loser. Like, that's a waste yeah. of time, right? Like, that would be mm -hmm. my experience ruined um, that I've been waiting to celebrate. It's it's ridiculous to me. Yeah. So, But again, as I always like to say, no one listening to this show is like that. So I don't have to worry about it. Well, if that person is a dick, then that's okay. I'm fine with their <laughs> PlayStation just blowing up in their face. That's true. <laughs> if it's, I, to just, okay. I hope it's someone who just sold 10 PlayStations for a thousand bucks and the one they kept fails. Karma's a bitch. So, anyway, guys, um, always a pleasure. We'll go ahead and close out. I got a few things to touch on before we get out. Let me. Um, so, Dan's Valhalla review is out. AC Valhalla, like I said, we got uh, review codes for this. Dan's put a lot of time into it. Uh, despite that time he's put into it, he somehow reviewed it incorrectly. I'm not sure how that happened. Yep, but. Wow. Anyway, his review is out there. You can read it. It is funny to read. Just don't pay attention to his uh, criticism. Every point I make, I back up with facts. <laughs> Just so you guys know, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's going to be okay, even yeah. if you love the game. So, yeah. you know, as we always say, there, there's no need to be upset. That's right, buddy. Yeah. Um. But yes, uh, his review is up. Uh, it's a great review. Please check it out. Uh, we didn't touch on it today, but Avengers has been one of the most contentious games of the year for a number of reasons. Steve, who did our review previously, has now written an article basically on his ideas of how that game could be improved. So that's up. Please check that out as well. Um, I know Angela's writing a new article around Last of Us 2 uh, and some of her complaints with it and some of the controversy that game caused. So look for that mm -hmm. in the near future as well. And we've got a whole bunch of reviews coming for next-gen titles. So everything from Godfall to Falconeer to Demon Souls to Miles, um, all coming with impressions and thoughts from our crew. So uh, definitely keep an eye. We've got a lot of stuff coming your way. So with that out of the way, guys, it's been a blast, man. Um, I, I honestly, you know, I know I, I don't like to sit beyond a little over two hours on a podcast. So there's so much more I'd love to talk to you guys about with this. Um, but let's uh, let's go ahead and wrap it there. So going to go around here, Luke. Man, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter, uh, at InsipidGhost. Of course, that's my gamer tag as well, and PSN ID. So you can find me InsipidGhost everywhere. And uh, on any podcast service, I host the Xbox Expansion Pass. 
Uh, it's a solo show about the Xbox ecosystem and the goings on there. Very analytical approach. At least that's what I intend for it to be. So uh, if you're up for that, please feel free to check out uh, XEP. It would mean uh, the world. There you go. Thanks, uh, yes, fantastic Xbox show. One of my favorites. Um, definitely check it out and uh, leave them a review while you're at it. Uh, Joseph, over to you, sir. So uh, <laughs> where can we find you? Uh, first and foremost, thank you guys for having me. This has been fantastic. Everybody's yelling downstairs. I have no idea why dogs going crazy. So <laughs> hold, hold on, hold on for just one second. <laughs> Dan, we'll move it to you. Yeah. Where yeah. can we find you and your bad reviews? I'm good. Uh, my good reviews, my real reviews. <laughs> I can't take it because I've, I've insulted. No, no. Anyway, season gaming. That's pretty much it. I'm on Twitter. Find me. Great. If you don't, sorry. No <laughs> There's a reason I don't have my name on here. Fair Seven. Enough. Fair Seven. Enough. Seven is what it is. Seven yep. what it is. All right, Joseph, everyone good? Is everyone safe? Honestly, for some reason, the landscapers have gone outside. Uh, they're, they're working on a Saturday. The dog's are going crazy, so I'm going to keep it very short. Uh, first and foremost, thank you guys for having me. As always, it's a blast to be on the show. You guys are incredible. I love the work that you all do. Um, and that said, you can find me over on the Trophy Room, a PlayStation show on YouTube, where we have the video version of the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast on there, as well as a ton of PlayStation 5 unboxings, a ton of reviews that are coming on the way next week. So uh, check out the Trophy Room on YouTube. Check out the Trophy Room podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast services. You can find the show there. Please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. We're at like 106, 107 right now. It's it, it's been amazing to see the growth of the show, and um, yeah, find me at Mister Badbit uh, on Twitter. That's where you'll get to hear some of my bad opinions and stuff. And with all that said, with all that out of the way, go over to Apple Podcasts, rate Luke's show five stars, and then just simply say he sucks. <laughs> just <laughs> as long as the writing is good, five stars. The rating, and, yeah, so Luke sucks. <laughs> That's it. I hit fifty. I hit fifty. I'm I right know. Yeah. I know. Awesome. Make 51 um, the one that counts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so same thing I said about Luke. Um, you know, I love, I've said it many times. I'll say it again. I love that you guys focus on one platform, but you do it in the way it should be done. So same thing to you, Joseph, for PlayStation. I love it. Thanks for coming on, guys. Uh, that was episode 131, our next-gen special. Thanks for tuning in, as always, or listening later on. Uh, we love you guys. Love the audience. Thanks so much, and we will see you next week. Peace. <laughs>